0: Hey, everybody, it's Sean one more time. Hey, before we get going with Lynn St. James, one of the things that will come up is, of course, how uh, success in sports car racing got her uh, really going in the sport. And, of course, uh, if you want to see some sports car racing history, you should make your way out to the Rolex 24 at Daytona this coming January. Uh, Practice begins on Thursday the 25th, and, of course, the race is 24 hours long on the weekend of the 27th and 28th, once again, of this coming January. It is an incredible race that we're stacked up for. We've got some amazing new teams and drivers coming into the prototype ranks. Big-name drivers like Fernando Alonso, Helio Castroneves, Juan Montoya, my boy Rene Rast, uh, Maz has got a revised program, Acura and Penske are coming back together. That's all to take down uh, the, the mighty, mighty Cadillacs that have been pretty hard to beat. So it's going to be a really, really cool event. A, a huge number of uh, Dinner with Racers alumni will be there, including people like Catherine Leg and Bill Riley and Patrick Long and uh, several other drivers some of which have not officially announced they're going to be there, but they're going to be there. So uh, Ryan will be there. I will be there with several clients, and uh, if there's one thing to be said about Daytona, it is that it is extremely accessible. You will not get this kind of racing star power between cars, drivers, teams, you name it, in one place at one time. This is absolutely the coolest event you could kick off the year with. And it's in Daytona, which, to be honest, as far as racetracks are concerned, is probably one of the nicest places you can go to. The track itself is nice for a 24-hour race when it's 3 in the morning and freezing. There's actually places to go, which is kind of nice. Daytona Beach is actually a lovely city. Not only is there, of course, the beach there, but there's lots of restaurants lots of hotels. If you have maybe a significant other or a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a loved one of some sort who maybe isn't into racing, there's actually places they can go, things you can see. You don't have to love racing to really enjoy this event. It is a true spectacle, unlike any other. So, go to DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com. They have a number of ticket packages available. I always advocate to try and get as much access as you can. This is actually one of those races where all the access you can will truly pay off. You will thank me for it. There will actually be a Dinner with Racers store at Daytona so uh, you can buy some DWR swag. And, of course, all the other uh, teams and drivers and whatnot will have their apparel. It's a cool event. Definitely want to check out Daytona International Speedway.com. That's it for the sales pitch. Let's move on to Lynn St. James.
1: Okay, so Evelyn oh, Carol. Carol you, you Cornwell. Just... <laughs> <laughs> also known as Lynn St. James. If you could describe your dinner with racers in one word. What would it be?
2: We're going to make you do it again because what you what, just man, did. Whoa, 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 because whoa, 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 of whoa, what you just whoa, whoa, did. I was going to say, my one word would be miserable because you keep calling me by that name <laughs> that I got rid of 40 or 50 years ago. Stop, I had yell, another
0: stop idea. yelling.
2: Stop
1: yelling at me.
0: I love it when you two fight. <laughs> and now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire with your hosts,
1: Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Play Holder Radio now. <gasps> Welcome to Dinner with Racers. I'm Ryan Eversley alongside my co-host and partner, Sean Heckman. Sean Heckman. Sean Heckman. Sean Heckman. Sean Heckman. Go on. And we are driving back to Atlanta right now after 34 days of driving around the country, getting episodes recorded. What did we do, like 13,000 miles?
0: Yeah, can you hear it in our voices? Can you hear it in our souls? (laughs) And we crossed uh, 25 states to bring you 29 Free
1: dinners with racers. And we got to meet some really incredible people this year. None other than Lynn St. James herself was kind enough to meet us at the Bucking Rider in Phoenix, Arizona on National Branded Fruit Day. I had the crab cake BLT. It was one of my favorite meals from the whole trip. And I believe Lynn had the Brussels sprouts? Yes. And I had the chicken sandwich. Did you really? I did. Did you really? Whoa, what is that? I right, wait. Wait. Hey, was that hey, Dario?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now that was me. All right, Dario. Okay, man. Come on now. <laughs> Thanks, by the way, to Dario for driving. Yeah, it is nice of you, but knock that off.
1: Anywho, Lynn St. James is a uh, pioneer of American motorsports, especially for females. Great role model. Was the first female rookie of the year at the Indy 500. She was a factory driver for Ford for, I think, 13, 14 years, something like that. Broke some speed records on closed circuits like Talladega, and basically now is a public speaker and role model for women and sports all over the world. And you can hear about
0: all this and more uh, with her book, Lynn St. James, An Incredible Journey. Where
1: can I find that book?
0: Well, you can find it on Amazon, or you can also find Lynn St. James, An Incredible Journey, on her website, where you can buy your own signed copy hey. at Lynn James. Now that was Lynn St. James, an incredible journey. Uh, We talked about a whole number of things, such as... Changing her name. uh, Sinking her first race car. How many proposals it takes to land a major sponsor. Willie T. Ribs putting the moves on her. The basic attitude of fake it till you
1: make it. And uh, let's move on to Lynn St. James. Thanks again to Acura, Foxy Raps, and Continental Tire. Cross Contact LX Sport.
3: Meow. Meow.
1: Meow. All right, we're gonna start in five, four,
0: three, two. Welcome. Come on in. Hey. Hi, how I are see you? All right. Nice to see you. You as well, Sean.
2: Sean. Nice to meet you too. So. You grab me. a seat. Yeah.
0: So we just jump right in. We don't. We don't bother with introductions or any of that. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> This is exactly where I picture Lynn St. James having lunch. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is her vibe. That's funny. Based on the very small amount. It's funny but, uh,
2: what people get ideas. Yeah, I, I like it, though. Right, yeah. yeah. And, um, and I like sitting outside. Oh, yeah. that's, that's do we have
1: to move? No, okay. but that's but just that's your gym. Just so you know, okay. yeah, that's right. Yeah, Next that's time. my deal. Yeah,
2: season outside. four,
1: we're outside. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I, I mean, mean that's one of the things I love about living mm-hmm. here is how much you can be outdoors. Yeah, for you know, I mean, so. pretty
0: much all year round,
2: right? Oh, uh, summertime, you're not out too. Old, but uh, you can. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. can tolerate the heat, yeah. Sure. But yeah, pass. But, I mean, so it, it's possible, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. not not pleasant.
0: So this uh, is your place. How often do you come here?
2: I don't like to eat out, because, oh, okay. because we have to eat out so much yeah, sure. know, uh, in right. our lives, Yeah, yeah. and so um, so I just come here randomly whenever I'm going to, you what know, you and everybody podcasts? knows, yeah, you know, <laughs> if you're going to, you know, you want to go to dinner, or you want to go to lunch, then, you know, if they're yeah. going to ask Lynn, then that's probably going to be Buck and Ride. It's
0: so, going to be your staple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But
2: there's, I mean, there's other places that I like, but...
0: All right, uh, I know uh, I know you're familiar with us, so we don't have to explain what we are, but... Yeah, uh, no, but I'm
2: really curious at some point, point yeah. mean, I don't know if it works okay. time-wise, sure. is the how the hell you put this together, because it's the coolest idea. Oh, thank <laughs> you, thank you.
0: <laughs> we put it together with not sleeping, <laughs> and... Uh, it was in a bar, we wrote it on a napkin. Yep, and we're getting so rich doing <laughs> it. Like, it's... The money makes it well worth it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I've been around enough to know about <laughs> those like things, you're yeah. Lying. <laughs> um, but I just... I mean, one of the things that I have have you know, I love the sport, and I mean, I love it for very personal reasons, and and you know, the driving in the cars, the racing, all of that. But I'm also a business person, and right. so, and I'm and I'm also very much involved in other outside of racing. Right. You know, I just came back from New York with the Women's Sports Foundation, yeah. so I'm around. You know, and I always get so angry when I, I mean, like I watch the Golf Channel, or you know what I? It's, it's we never do a good enough job in our sport to share who these human beings are.
3: Right, right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and it gets
2: cut out of the, you know, I mean, and, and I, I understand to a certain degree it's about the excitement of the cars and right. the speed and, you know, and all that. But, um, and, and I understand it's hard to do that during the content of the, of the actual races. Um, and then the budget is really hard to put together Special shows, but yeah. the few times that's happened, I mean, with the exception of maybe Dave Despain, but yeah. most of the time it's always a little more so much about the host. Yeah. No offense big, to Dave, no, but exactly. you know, I, got you. I love him, but it's still, you know, you it, his actually. Anyway, so this is a great idea. Oh, thank and you. And so yeah, I hope you I do mean, ultimately get rich on this. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to travel uh, all over. That's the other thing, coming to us. Oh, yeah. Is such a it's the only way to do it. All right, well, mm-hmm. let's get
0: down to this. I, I'm just going to go over there. First things first, oh. Evelyn Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> what? I literally had, like, I mean, yeah. I, I've been a fan of you since I was a kid, and um, I had no idea, literally till last night, that you were, uh, that Evelyn Cornwall. But was that, that was were, my uh, first yeah. name. Yeah. yeah.
2: My given name. Evelyn Jean Cornwall. Excuse me. That's mm-hmm. no, all right. So. I hated every one of them. <laughs> 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 Did you ever so, grow up hating your name?
0: No. Yeah. Oh, fine. No, no. Oh. I said, yeah, as in no yeah. to you. Uh, no, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's 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 a it's a burden to put on children. So why?
0: But so why do you hate Evelyn Cornwall? I don't know.
2: It just isn't me. You like know, you just I, look
0: at your mirror in the mirror and you're like, I'm not. Well, or,
2: or the well, when it started. You know, when I went to school, mm-hmm. and so when they do roll call and stuff, you know, I mean, I'd be like, here, you yeah, know, right, Um, and so anyway, and, and but I also knew why. I mean, um, my my, my originally my name was Carol. <laughs> Which I'm not sure it would have been a carol either. I can't either. follow
0: this. Okay. okay. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> yeah, Are <laughs> <So> you <laughs> actually Well, it's actually <laughs> an
2: interesting... So then, my aunt, who's my Aunt Evie, my okay. Aunt Evelyn, mm-hmm. my, my mom's sister, she, when she found out she was in the Navy, and when she found out my mom had a baby, she sent her five hundred dollars, <laughs> and so I mean just to help, For okay. and okay. as a good sister, you know, yeah. and um, and my mom thought it would be the right thing to do, it would be to the to then Evelyn. change my name to name after her.
0: Oh. So she, okay, that right. I became Evelyn. So you're Evelyn. born Carol Evelyn a few months later,
2: and okay. um, because she was Evie. At least at home, I was called Lynn. Okay. So I was really good with Lynn. Yeah, right. Um, but at school, because you have to fill all the, you know, they go by what the records say and all right. that, I was always Evelyn at school, so I hated it.
3: Sure. <laughs> um,
0: but you were born Carol Cornwallis.
2: Yeah. Carol
0: Jean Cornwallis.
1: Carol Jean
2: Cornwallis.
3: Cornwall. 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 not Cornwall. Cornwall. Cornwallis. Cornwall. Yeah, I added that earlier. We were just and now, now you you got a lot of people. Yeah. I just um, kept
1: adding things to your name. <laughs>
0: okay. So Carol Cornwall <laughs> turned it. Evelyn Cornwall. Right. Okay, I'm following now. Right, and then I smart. got
2: married, and so then I was, it, it, well, I always went by Lynn, so sure. I, I, kinda, I didn't ever legally changed it after that, but I mean, whenever I had to fill a form out, yeah, as, as, as I, I became an adult, yeah, um, I was Lynn, but then you have to be careful because of Social Security and records and yada, uh, yada, yada, yeah, yada yeah, right? Sure, right? Um, but I was Caruso, okay. and, um, and then because my husband and I were in business together, uh, building a business, um, people would... You know they call in and I, he was on the road he traveled and i was in the office sure. and and you know they kind of say who is this and i say this is lynn crusoe you know oh you're john's wife have john call me this was back in the day <laughs> in the 70s <laughs> Listen, when sweetheart
3: yeah 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 this and, I could d- and I, uh, he
2: would come home and i would like i can't get any respect and i can't get anybody to talk to me and right, you know okay, da, yeah. da, 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 da. and so he said well just you know change your name and i said i can't change my name and he said just go back to your maiden name and i said well i really got rid of that you know right, when right I married right. you and I really don't want to do yeah. that and so we were he said well just take a name and I said well I just can't take a name he said "You yes, you can just for business you can use another name and we were t- having this discussion on a Sunday night because he was leaving Monday morning yeah. and um, Macmillan and wife was on TV at the time which the we used what? to watch Macmillan and yeah, wife TV which show. was a sure. TV show okay, yep. yeah. Fair enough. and Susan St. James
0: ah, is okay. an actress in that and, and,
2: and we were, it's like naming a dog or a kid we were going through these different names right. and the credits came on and she's dark hair and I like her laugh and I tried Lyd St. James and i went, oh I like the sound of that yeah. yeah so Monday morning I became Lyd like, St. James huh. and okay. it worked
0: so it wasn't racing related it was no, literally so this that, is you Before that you weren't for that you weren't so that I could get yeah. yeah yeah respect interesting
2: and so then when we got divorced I changed it Legally,
0: so are you legally, Lindsay? I am legally, Lindsay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I Fair went enough. through
2: all the records, record thing you have to do. It's only right. fifty bucks. It's a really easy. right. right, to right. Do Interesting.
0: It. <laughs> it's only Interesting. fifty bucks, huh? Well,
2: at that time, you know. mm-hmm. uh, long story. Sorry, but if you're going to bring it up,
0: no. I'll give you the that, details. That wasn't long at all. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. We're in for a short interview. If that's long <laughs> yeah, yeah, for you, yeah, yeah. Do your uh, worst. Wait, what kind of business was he in?
2: We had a. Um, Were they manu- in? You just did That's it. right. Yeah, yeah. Just man's
0: It was clearly a man's business. Let's.
2: It's gonna be a real short interview. No. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
1: I'm on your side. <laughs> what yes, kind of bi- as a collective couple? What, what kind of yeah? What kind of business you you were we
2: in? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was yeah. a manufacturer's <laughs> rep at electronics, okay. consumer electronics. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll just excuse myself. Yeah, uh, Sean, wait in the car.
2: And we started it together. Right. Okay.
1: So but then, uh, you guys get divorced. I mean, first thing I thought when you said that you guys were in, went into business together is like, oh, is that a smart move to go into business with your with your <laughs> significant other?
2: Yeah, I mean, it was actually a great move. I mean, I met him; we wor- both worked in the same office in Ohio. Yeah, and um, he took me to the Indy five hundred on a motorcycle. Oh, that's cool! Nice. On our like second date. Oh, nice! That's yeah, a good move. I mean, <laughs> and you were cool yeah. with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. I mean, this was very cool. You yeah. Know. yeah, yeah. So we obviously had something in common yeah for sure which was just our passion and interest in you know stuff and and then i think it was like on our third date he said you know i've got bad news i'm leaving um ohio and i'm moving to florida um so we had because he said i'm going to start a business so ultimately he did start the business by himself um and so may you know i mean this all happened very fast a 500 he left like in july so we had a long distance relationship through october and then he said to me, <coughs> you know, I love you, and I want you here. And if you're not on the next plane, you know, this that's isn't going to work. So I'm like, Mom!
3: Oh, an Because I was <laughs> still living yeah. at home. Yeah, yeah that was an ultimatum. Yeah. Not a
2: good one.
0: And, so you're, and what are you, like 23, 24? 21. 21. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
2: very old. Uh, or maybe 22. Right. And uh, and so I wasn't on the next plane, but I was on right. a plane quickly. And then, um, so I mean, he had a few months Of being in the business, getting the business up and going, but by himself. But he needed me. (laughs) And so, because we worked together, you know, you know how. So then I came down and I helped him start the business. So, you know, run the business, yeah. And we didn't start. So this was in 71, or 70 or 71. And then he took, we went to the uh, Daytona 24 Hours as spectators. That's the first time I'd ever seen road racing. Uh, I thought, I mean, we went to Sebring first. No, we went to Daytona first, that's right, and then Sebring, because Daytona's January, Sebring's March. And w- you know, we just thought it was the coolest thing. And, uh, but th- we were building a business, and there was no way we could do anything. So a couple years later, you know, we found out about this track in West Palm Beach, and we went... D-
1: Moroso? Yeah, Moroso, mm-hmm,
2: What's mm-hmm. Palm Beach International Raceway, yep, and then Moroso, yep. now back to PBI. And then found out about SCCA. So this is over the course of two or three years, I'd already changed my name for business, but <coughs> you know, over two or three years of trying to build the business, we finally had a little wiggle room financially yeah. and time-wise where we could start racing and yeah, go to art school.
3: Yeah.
1: So. So legend has it, you go to at the time Moroso, <laughs> to do a to do a like a club race in a Ford Pinto. Is that you guys mm-hmm. racing? Mm-hmm. And you went scuba diving instead. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, there? that was
2: actually. It was my second school, Okay. and then it was the first race after the school weekend, you know, the right. same weekend. <clears throat> so it was my very first race.
1: So if you're like a newer follower of motorsports, you might not even know what Palm Beach International Raceway is, but it's a club-style track that's based off of a drag strip just outside of West Palm mm-hmm. Beach. And this place until maybe 2007 was terrifyingly scary, dangerous, because you could just go off in certain parts of the track and end up in the swamp which had alligators and all sorts of evil things in it easily. And apparently you did that back, you know, in your second school. How, 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 give, me, give me the story on that one.
2: Well, I just remember actually when the school started that weekend, <clears throat> we were delayed getting started. Um, because the divers weren't there yet. <laughs> right,
0: right. <laughs> and I mean... So that was just part of the safety protocol. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, wow. they could not...
2: The, you know how... They, you know, at least they had ra- the thought cl- for it. Well, club, well. Uh, later I became race director and understood all this yeah, shit, yeah, you know, yeah, but at the right. time... But... Um, but you know, y- you always have SCCA Always has delays, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> you know, it's usually because the corner workers haven't shown up. Yeah, or exactly. You know, there's the, the, the ambulance maybe hasn't shown up, something like that. Well, well. The, the divers, that was kind of like, huh? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so fortunately they had shown up. So and I unfortunately needed them.
0: And typical race, you're like, why? We won't need that, you're right? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. 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 Some but idiots gonna. Oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. So you know. It was pretty embarrassing, obviously. I mean, really? you know, I, I figured maybe I'm not so good at this after all.
0: Right. So what and happened? So you you just went off and into the lake?
2: Yeah, I, well, I was, you know, I was trying to learn, trying to do everything I'd learned. Right. And I was doing most everything I'd learned other than I was not following. I was not watching my mirrors. Okay. And okay. the overall leader, you know, they put mm-hmm. ten glasses out there at the same time. And so yeah. the overall leader came out tra- and I pretty much had had enough sort of on my own by myself on the track. So you get into a little bit of this tunnel vision because right. there's nobody around you trying to get your apexes and your points and and um, and then the leader came by and just uh, it caught me off guard right, and yeah. so I lost control of the car and I spun and I ended up in in between turn two and three there's this pond yeah. I thought was a pond right and um, and the car spun <coughs> um, in, on the water and then it stopped (laughs) (laughs) and so i opened the door thankfully the door actually opened right and uh, i opened the door they said it looked like i walked the corner workers later said it looked like i walked on water because i just you know (laughs) i I got to the side but by the time i got to the to the side and on dry land i turned around and i watched the pinto totally it was like quicksand no way it just went totally (laughs) disappeared you couldn't even see the roof you know and i'm standing there and the cars are still going around i mean they had they had an isolated yellow for you know that was before (laughs) standing yellow standing (laughs) yellow (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I realized I oh thought, God, <laughs> if Scotty could beat me out of here, it would be like this didn't happen because right. the only evidence was me. <laughs> right, right. Um, Where's your car? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I didn't have a car. Did so you
0: drive this car to the track?
2: I had driven this car to the track. Oh yes. man, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so we had to flat tow the car home.
0: Oh, you were able to get it out at least. Yeah. Well, yeah. then
2: at the end of the day so it stayed there <laughs> the whole time you know they were I mean, they have delays but they were right. at the end of the day it was on Saturday at the end of the day you know we're all down there drinking a beer you know like right. everybody does during the end of the and um I got my shorts and t-shirt on, and I'm standing there, and uh, the di- we're watching the divers pull this out. I got some pi- There's some pictures no way, of, of this. Nice. Yeah, okay, that people have. Awesome. Uh, this will live, live outlive me, or this will be the probably <laughs> most significant thing. And I remember the guy standing next to me goes, so who's driving that car? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I
3: was like, at this point, I'm not, I'm no not owning up to yeah. this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And we had to dry it out. Um, you know, It was, it was uh, stagnant. You're yucky waters, gross. Yeah. yeah and that was my street car so you know and I raced <laughs> oh. it drove it every day back and forth to work and, right. and raced it that whole season you know and uh, and they ultimately won the Florida Regional Championship in Sherwood Stock in it nice. but, okay. but you know in the beginning it was
0: did you ever get the smell out no <laughs> yeah okay god
2: no, and like I and, when, and I ordered it with no air conditioning because nice, yeah. <laughs> right. So I would turn the fan I mean for months. Right. I'd turn the fan yeah. on, you know, in this Florida of heat, yeah, yeah, And but no, not tr- I would just turn I'd forget about it, you know. Oh, and right. turn the fan on to try to get some air movement and then seaweed or whatever still, <come. laughs> right. you know. Right. <laughs> be like some of that stuff finally dried out, yeah. you know, and more of it would come out. So I and I and I used that in my speaking because I said, you know, I mean I had constant reminders of this failure. Yeah. And, and, I mean, it was, personally, it was devastating. I mean, right. I, it was embarrassing. It, right. I was living up to the woman driver's that was all, oh, being, sure, you know, yeah, all yeah. the time. Like, yeah. I you know, didn't really belong be out there yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, my husband, who was great, I mean, he knew how much I loved it. And he, was, he had a Corvette. He had built his Corvette. and He was racing the Corvette, and I was racing right. the Pinto. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and he just said, Lynn, it just depends how, how hard you're willing to work. You know, yeah. race car drivers aren't born, is the way he put it. He said it's a skill. Yeah. It's a learned skill. You obviously yeah. have a lot to learn. So just how hard are you willing to work? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, to that point, like, it wasn't like you went to Daytona and everything clicked. I mean, had you been like a, a speed person? Oh, yeah, like yeah, a lot life? of tickets, and I did yeah. drag <laughs> racing and yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. in okay.
2: Ohio, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was, uh, you know, in the 60s. Right. Well, you don't know, but in the 60s, oh. I mean, it was... Damn,
0: <laughs> she gets my age, at least. Yeah, that's, <laughs> very,
1: that's very nice. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: So it was a muscle car era. Right. And we were street racing, and, you know, I went to the drags, and... But, you know, it wasn't the right thing to do, and sure. it wasn't... It wasn't, there was nowhere to go with it. I mean, right. and I, you know, and the drags were cool, but it, I kind of didn't like it because you wait in line, you wait in line, wait yeah, yeah. in line, you know. So these and were
0: proper drags. You weren't like finding the, you know, the two lane road. No, well, road we did a little bit of that. Yeah, you know, sure, sure.
2: But, but, it, but the real drags, Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Dragway 42, and like there was it was all in Ohio and, yeah. right. and uh, and I had won a couple races, but, you know, in where they put shoe polish, you know, the number on the side of the yeah, car yeah, with shoe yeah, polish, which yeah. just yeah. all street car stuff. Yeah.
1: It's like Friday nights where you just go up, pay your yeah, 20 yeah. bucks, and you exactly. get to run as many times as you exactly. can. Exactly. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. So like <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: I mean, and so I loved it. I mean, it was still, I remember the first time I did it, you know, s- s- revving the, the engine up and holding yeah, yeah, yeah. the clutch and going off the line and the Christmas tree and all that. I was like, holy oh crap, this yeah. is <laughs> so cool, <Right>. you know. <laughs> but, the, you know, I mean, I. Thirteen years racing. of piano lessons. I yeah. went to a girls' school. I mean, my parents worked really hard to give me a good education, yeah. and I was supposed to do something in my life, you know. Right. And coming home with a trophy from a track <laughs> racing yeah, was exactly. not quite <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the <laughs> coolest thing they said, you know. it was like, "Where were you?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Were so, you,
0: were you always so up front about what you were doing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, but it just—I took some grief and, sure. know, and realized that this was not,
1: right?
0: You know,
2: this was so this was not going anywhere.
1: You start out. Doing the club level racing stuff. Was the immediate pushback from competitors about having a woman there, or was it just kind of like, eh?
2: Well, no, or there was some, and, y- you know, I mean, like, a, I think it was one of my first races after I got through all that stuff with the leg thing. Yep. And then I got protested. Um, some um, some guy, Don Knowles was around, by the way. I, yep. d- I don't know. Don Knowles. You know man. Okay. Yep. So he had a sob, and we were both running the showroom Stocks. Yeah. And I think he was actually in the race. But the guy protested me for giving him the finger. (laughs) 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 And I mean, literally got to the point where we had to get the corner workers and witnesses and all this stuff. I mean, it was ridiculous. Uh, I mean, and I was all hung up about it why did you, you give him the finger? I didn't give him the finger, but Co- I was still I us. was yeah, still the uh, point <laughs> by. You know, you're supposed to point, yeah, you know, yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I swear to God, I did not give him the finger. Okay. So, All right. Um, I can't say what finger I used to point him by, but that I was not giving him the finger. And I got <laughs> upset about that, and then my husband was actually very helpful when he said, Lynn just let it go yeah I mean he said you know that's all it is is a distraction you're you know you've got a couple more races over this weekend yeah, and, right. you know, you're gonna be thinking about this and this guy so you know it was a great lesson actually yeah. but you know so I mean I just don't remember that much I mean there was there was so much it's a hard sport yeah. and just even though I couldn't modify the car at that point to show him stock you know in the pit toe, um, and then I got a Cosworth Vega after that just getting the car ready and, and getting yourself ready You know, we were building a business and and then being at the track and trying to make sure you you don't screw up and, yeah. and you know you, you I was like so consumed with all that that yeah. if there was crap I mean there were times when I got up early on when I'd go up to get my trophy You know when people would say oh you're picking up your trophy for your husband or whatever I
1: mean, yeah, it, yeah, right. but
2: yeah, it yeah, was sure. just It's just bullshit, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, and right. so
1: so <laughs> How do you make the jump from club racer to Pro racer. factory yeah. Roush GT? Driver. Well, there was no enough
2: sh- in between there. I mean, yeah. because my husband, um, you know, had the Corvette and he wanted to obviously get to um, to IMSA. You yep. know, I mean, we lived in South Florida and so IMSA became the goal. Yep. And, um, and then because he had the Corvette, you know, I got to drive his Corvette. So, um, but I got a chance to race. You know, and then it was the Kelly series. The one thing I would like to kind of cover is the Kelly American Challenge series because that, I look back again on reflection, had that series not existed, I'm you wouldn't want to be talking to me. Sure. I I just absolutely convinced my my path would have not gone where it ended up going. And because they had Kelly Series put that, Kelly Services put that bonus prize money for women drivers. So if you were the top female driver in the race, And you and you at least went half the distance.
3: Oh wow. And and yeah, yeah, I mean
2: there was some stupid criteria, but as long as you you know, you didn't just go out there and turn a lap and then park it, you know, which there are a lot of drivers or owners that would have figured that that just to get the money. money, Um, there was, you know, bonus prize money. It was like $2,500 a race, which, oh, you know, was... Yeah, especially pretty, in the 70s, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. pretty significant. And then they had a, a, a championship for the end of the season, so then you were earning points, and that was $25,000 at the end oh, of the season. yeah. So okay. it was significant, yeah. you know? And it's the first time and one of the few times I've ever gotten a call to drive a race car was when the series started in 1979. Right. I got a call from this guy out of Oklahoma, Grant Dole, a Brant Dole, um, to drive the the Plymouth Valarie that belonged to the Whittingtons. So I did that whole season, won the championship, you know, won all that money for him. I didn't get any of it. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> I still had to get myself to the track and I mean, right. he didn't pay for anything but really? I was racing yeah, <laughs> no, yeah exactly right. you're like it's worth it yeah anyway. and so uh, at the end of the season I said well we'll talk about next year maybe get a decent car because this Plymouth yeah. Bellari wasn't all that great yeah. Um, and he goes no I mean this is it. I've never told this actually he said no oh, I'm done we're not running next year and I'm like why not? Yeah, you know, we won this championship. I think right. we finished like fifth or sixth in the overall points. Oh, wow. plus uh, the, uh, yeah. And he said, Well, my wife thinks that we're having an affair. Ah.
3: Uh, yeah. Guy, <laughs> 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 I mean,
2: I'm like,
0: Just not your Excuse type. me? You're <laughs> like, yeah. Look at me, look at you. Yeah, <laughs> come on, buddy. Let's go. Yeah,
1: right.
2: So I said, Well, okay. I mean, I'm not going to argue with them. Yeah, That's right, the yeah. conversation we were having. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I didn't want to do business with him anymore, right, you right, know. Right. So. So then the next year I didn't have a ride, so you know it. There was still some dry spells there, and I got to run Sebring with um, Janet and Bonnie Henn yeah. okay. in a Ferrari yep. um, okay. because I told Preston Hen that I would pre- I would provide tires.
3: Uh-huh.
2: I didn't tell him. Whether they'd be new or not, because I found out that the Corvette that my husband had a whole bunch of Mm -hmm. used tires, they they were the same (laughs) as the (laughs) the (laughs) (laughs) Ferrari. I got a tire deal, (laughs) and then I went to Leo and I said, Leo, please just give me one set of new tires, right? (laughs) Which he did because I know Leo, you know. So, um,
0: there's Leo at Firestone, Yeah. yeah, no,
2: Goodyear. Leo, yeah, Mel. Leo Mel, no, he was good I'm year. I'm not firing on all cylinders. No, yet. he was. good, he Eat was more good year.
0: I'm a little sick. Eat more chicken. Yeah. But in
2: 1978, when I went to the runoffs, my only goal in racing for those early years was to win a national championship. And in, unfortunately, it is unfinished business. But you know, that There's was. I kept thinking that was that was it. You know, that, to me, that was the ultimate. I read an article in Car and Driver magazine that was Ford Motor Company. Uh, it was an article about the Ford Mustang. i think it was actually about the mercury capri and there was a sidebar that talked about ford motor company wanting to provide equal employment opportunities for women in non-traditional areas and i'm like
3: hey "Ah." (laughs) found a light bulb yeah Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: so i wrote letters to the people that they that they uh that they referred to from the company and uh and i got of course one letter back i wrote to like i wrote to three people and i got one letter back carbon copying the other two and uh saying no but saying keep us informed of your progress so i would just literally flood them with whatever i little one-offs i did and then when i did Mm. when i did the kelly series the next year because that that showed up um you know but nothing 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 and then a guy gary Coase, i think was his name hired me to go out to vegas i think this was in 1979. So this was like August of 1979 to go to Vegas for the car sh- for the Ford dealer show, okay. and he had these show cars that were uh, race cars from the from the UK and Germany, okay. you know, Ford cars, yep. and he because he, he was trying to get Ford to get into racing, and um, and he hired me to be the the babe to kind of talk about these cars and sure. stand next to these cars and i learned everything about these cars right. and, the, and the doors would open these dealers would come out at 11 o'clock every day they have a new flight that would come in you know You're right and these and they had a big red carpet that came out and i mean august in a parking lot in las vegas gross there was nobody that wanted to hang around with yeah. those cars yeah, right, yeah. even though they put tents out and stuff they were all going golfing and going Course. to gamble or whatever yeah. yep. but fortunately the executives came through and, um, and I didn't know anybody from anybody, sure. but I started, th- I would,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta know about this car right, right, right. Yeah.
2: and, uh, ended up meeting polling, who, who ended up becoming ultimately the president of Ford Motor Company, Good guy um, know. Peterson, who also had ultimately had become president for Motor. Company. This was, I met the, I met these guys right. then and Walter Hayes, I got a, I got a chance to go to Ford Motor Company and pitch them to run the Kelly series right. and ultimately Ford then signed me for 1981 to um, run in the Kelly series. Yeah.
0: yeah, The reason I know you're a true racer I, I is yeah, is that your entire that entire two-year period is built of nothing but little schemes of half-truths.
1: Yeah, kind of bullshit. Yeah, your, way, way, in in your way. way. Oh yeah, I got I a, a guy over here. I get your tires. Yeah, this guy's yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is why I know you're the real
1: deal. I caught the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is... Yeah, I got a car in Florida. <laughs> I just gotta get some motors for <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't call that guy. <laughs> But it works. It's how it, it goes. It totally works. Yeah, yeah. Fake yeah. it till Absolutely. you make it. Literally. You have to. So, yeah. Yeah, that's excellent.
2: <laughs> it's hard to tell young people when you're now mentoring Just 13, 14, 15 completely con your way through old. the sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah tell them what yeah. they want to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because, you, you know, I never really lied, um, I think. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that,
0: again, real racer. <laughs> hey. I, it's only half true. Yeah. So it's not a lie. That's how I got my I first a no,
1: license. No, no. Great. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, no, I did that. Sort of. But in that South Florida time period, you have like Preston Henn who's who's going crazy with his racing. You've got the Whittingtons, you know, not far north in Atlanta. You have the JLP racing organization. And that's like the heyday of IMSA when all the cars are amazing looking, crazy bodywork, and all this stuff. And then you're getting to kind of start driving GT-style cars, sharing the track with those guys who are now ultimately legends. And you're starting to realize, hey, this can be a career. You get the factory Ford ride. You end up getting paired up with guys like, uh, Dorsey Schrader and, and, and Robbie Gordon and Tom Bloy. Yeah. Tom Bloy. Uh, Tom Bloy Cap-
2: was first. Yeah. My ca- first sort of,
1: and those guys are also getting their, their big factory rides. Was it like, holy shit, look at us all here. Or was it, I need to beat you cause you're my teammate and we're, you it know, depended, d- it depended
2: on the, you know, the driver. Yeah. I mean, it depended on the, the, the other guy, Sure. You know, cause some were better or different than others. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, um, I mean, it was, it's pretty, you know, you got to do your own thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, Pruitt was probably, when Pruitt came along, he was such a kid. we yeah, were all kids. I mean, first of all, <laughs> I mean, not to overplay this, but at the time, I mean, I was old enough to be their mother yeah. in some cases. Okay. Um, and so besides, you know, being the woman, and, and so, um, so it was hard to connect yeah. in that sense. I mean I, and I think you know, I've been if I'd been a young chick
3: Maybe it would have been, been a different so experience yeah. probably for a lot of reasons.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 <So>. <laughs> Fair enough. So there, but ultimately, I think that saved me. Yeah. I and mean, I think two things that saved not me. Not to get
0: caught up in all the kind of gossip yeah, that could have been out there. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, because
2: that was just not going to mess with me. I didn't want to yeah, yeah, mess with yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, it was, so They're that wasn't an you. issue. And, well, and I was smarter than them. Yeah, r- right. I mean, right, you're probably you know, and I, well, and I and I'm a business person. See, I right. had... I came from a business. B- I used to go to trade. We used to go to CES show every year. You yeah. know, yeah, I right. I was a business person who was racing. Yeah. Right. They were racers, yeah. and they didn't really understand business. I mean, I right. used to sit with them, but actually, with Halsmer I mean, I'd say l- let me just tell you how to work this. You yeah, know, right. but they didn't want to do that. I mean, okay. all they wanted to do is race. You yeah. know, and yeah. mess around doing whatever else they wanted to do. They didn't want to do the off-track work stuff that yeah. I was doing. Yeah. Right. and you're and like mid-thirties at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so yeah, and they were, most of them were in their 20s. And right. Loy and I were probably closer in age, sure. you know, but, um, and Dorsey's, but Dorsey, Dorsey just, what, turned 50-something. You know, so we might have been closer yeah, age-wise, yeah, but Dorsey 60. was, I mean, he's another, he was a piece of work oh, all we, by himself. We yeah. just sat down with him two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 Ageless, so. but, you know. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Put lightly.
2: ADD and, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. but anyway, so, you know, everybody was... It was tense. There was yeah. not you know, particularly bec- because we were running for Roush too. Right. The culture there was brutal. Yeah. yeah. And so we never knew from race to race, you know, what we were gonna get mm-hmm. or, or and, and so it was I mean it was not friendly. Yeah. You yeah. know, it was not it was just not a good healthy team environment. Sure, yeah. So we had and so but but I say with Pruitt, he was more willing to, because I knew that he, first of all, he's really good. Yeah, yeah. And and so I tried to, you know, he was willing to share some things like driving styles yeah, or, you sure. know, setups, stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, he, he and I kind of became closer over the years okay. that we were teammates Yeah. Um, than any of the other guys. And it just, you know, a lot of it's personalities, you know, yeah, some people get along better with others. For sure. Yeah. And then, but it was a very competitive environment. Yeah. So, you know, there was respect, but there was not any much more than that.
1: There's kind of an old, thought that jack roush wasn't the most friendly guy to get along with especially if you weren't in his group and as a woman coming there probably oh yeah no Ford's jack benefit, hated me i was gonna say i could <laughs> see it being one of those things <laughs> No, jack hated like, me because
2: yeah. a i wasn't his he, he didn't pick he didn't me. pick you for did. Yeah. yeah and so he was stuck with me and yet he knew i brought the money
3: yeah
2: um and so so i never got that i never got that pressure yeah because <laughs> I mean, you I would he tell Jack, I mean, I would t- I'd say, Jack, if I win a race, <coughs> it's because you build a great car. If Dorsey wins the race or if Gloy wins the race or if Scott wins race, it, it's because they're great drivers, right. you know. So come on, yeah, you know, right. I mean, that didn't work, but, um, <laughs> you know, I drive. Yeah. Uh, but no, Jack, Jack. I was a thorn in his side that okay. he had to put up with. Right. Yeah. And so uh, it was a b- incredibly contentious. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I mean, th- the guys went through a different contention this, you know, yeah. with him yeah. because yeah. of the, w- the culture. But I mean, just as a point of example, the first time I tested an Indy car for Dick Simon, which was in 1988, after it was all over and then it went super well and, you know, changed my life. After it was all over, he said, hey, why don't you come join us for dinner? We're all going over. It was like a cafeteria kind of place, okay, you know? Yep. And so we're all going over for dinner. And I'm like, cool. And and that's it was like that was the culture of that team. Right. I, I think I raced for Jack Roush like seven or eight years. Yeah. We never, ever had read, a yeah. team dinner. or wow. got, I mean, we had our own little team that sure, we go sure, out right, to, right, but we've right, right. never had a group dinner.
0: Really? Sort of familial I mean, environment, which is not there.
2: No. Yeah. No. I mean, it was just...
0: What can't so like uh, I mean obviously with the number of cars that Roush had there's different tiers of guys different uh, tiers of you know newly developed equipment. To, I assume based on what you're describing you probably didn't get top priority in terms no. of the new bits. Not so only did not
2: top priority I mean I yeah. I mean the guys would tell me that the guys working on my car. Yeah, I mean that was where. Remember I always said, "Where well, if you're in my way from where I'm going, but it would the guy that was in my way was, was Jack Roush, was the owner of the team right, that, right. Was the making, that was making alloca- that was allocating or, or delegating those yeah. decisions. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was a, because the guys would tell me, "We're the last to load." Because we're the last to get the engine because you've got to make sure that everybody else gets the better engine. Uh, so, you right. know, and it may only be five or ten horsepower, but, you know.
0: Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And yeah. then,
2: you know, when it comes to gears, I mean, they would just go on and on tell me the stories how, well, you don't really have the same gear, you know, because they didn't have enough of the gear sets of that particular. and may just be off a little but Yeah. You know, so all of that over the course of those years, just constantly. I mean, yeah. and, and Leo Mel, I mean, he, he told the story. <laughs> I wish he wouldn't tell the story, but... <laughs> You know, one time I was so mad at Jack because he wouldn't give me qualifying tires. He wouldn't give me new tires for qualifying. Jeez. And it was at Mid-Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> and Jack's kind of a short guy. <laughs> I had him by the collar. <laughs> I was so mad. And his feet were barely touching the ground, you know. <laughs> I mean, I was just livid, Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we had our moments.
1: You ended up getting to win Daytona and Sebring, Daytona twice. Yeah. And earlier, you, you said something interesting. You said, well, I won. And then you stopped and you said, when I w- the team I was with won. You're allowed to say you won Daytona. Yeah, I know. Race. But
2: it's still, I don't like, I mean, because it, it's a team effort. Yeah, that's what for I, sure. And I love it. For you sure. know, And that's what I love about endurance racing. Besides the fact that you get a lot of seat time. Yeah, really. As long yeah. as you take care of the car. Yeah. But, um, but um, the story's in my book. So the other issue with Jack Roush was that first year at Daytona, 1987. Uh, I got one stint in. Oh. And and this is where we were with Chloe and Elliot. Yeah. Bill Elliot.
1: Bill Elliot. Yeah. 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 Pretty cool.
2: So I get my one stint in you know, after the race starts at two and you know, and so I don't know, it was like between four and five or five and six or whatever. And um, and and now I'm like waiting for my next stint. My next stint never happens. Okay. So it's like and, you know, it was a very unsettling. No one ever told me why. I'd go down there, I'm kind of ready to go, look at the, the board to see who's up next. Oh, yeah. and, and, I mean, he just, he just yeah. I just was not in the deal. So about 2 o'clock in the morning, I am so pissed. And I am like, okay, this is not, I, I've had it with Jack up to here. Yeah. This is, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> so I came to the conclusion I was going to call a press conference at 2 o'clock in the morning at Ooh. Daytona. And I was going. <laughs> I was going.
0: Really feel for this PR guy. He I just wants to go to like lollipops, <laughs> and, and and here you are losing your mind at 2 a.m. Yeah, but go on. Right. Yeah. And so
2: I'm going to quit racing. I mean, I am just yeah. I've decided this is it. But this is Do my only way to race. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That. It, I was at the end. Yeah, of Let me like let me go back
0: a step. How are you generally in the middle of the night? Like, are when you get tired, are you a, an angry person? No. Okay. Right, no, go no, on.
2: no. And that's why this was so out of character out of for me, sure. too. Yeah, okay. But it was a buildup, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fortunately, I have a, a, a friend in South Florida, a guy that was going to build that car that, you know, okay. that I was talking about. And uh, I called him Don Courtney. He's a racer, good businessman. He so said, Don, you know, I was, na, 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 He goes, Lynn, you're going to let somebody else take you away. You're going to let somebody else actually stop you from doing what you absolutely love to do and right. passionately. You're going to let yeah. somebody, you're going to give him that much power? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting, you know, trying to get some rest, and, you know, and at five o'clock in the morning, I call Lee Morris, who was at that time our rep from SPO, okay. okay. and I said, we have to have a meeting. I want you, I want you at the track. Cause I, you know, yeah, I 5 a. M. At 5 a.m.? At 5 a.m. Okay. Well, we didn't get there. I mean, at 5 a.m., I called him, and I said, yeah. but, and I explained to him, I said, I have to be in the, in the car for four hours.
0: Or that was I minimum don't drive time yeah oh or yeah. i, I don't even get credit you this don't is the first
2: race it. of the season and you guys uh. are funding me for the whole season and you've done
0: one hour and i've done one hour oh, yeah
2: and i said this and i'm getting no explanation and i said and no communication at all from the team and everybody i would i would go down to the pits nobody even wanted to have eye contact with me yeah. so you know i mean yeah. it was just ugly right so lee said okay i'll be at the track so he came to the track he got jack and i was like six or seven o'clock, about seven o'clock in the morning, right. we're now in this little huddle in the back of the, of the pit. And Jack says, he goes through this bullshit about how he was worried that I wasn't going to be fast at night. And, um, and I, you know, he didn't like my times and my one shift, my, my, the shift that I went out there. Yeah. And, you know, I, and so I just, I said, Lee just said, Jack, you got to put her in the car, you know, because yeah. she, we've got, you've got a it's full a deal. season. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know. yeah, yeah. So by this time, Jack looks at me and he goes, can you drive without a clutch? And of course, I had not ever driven a race right. car without a clutch. Of you but can. Yeah. I said, well, well, I can, but I've never done it. But I said, so, <laughs> I said, here's the, because de- he said, well, you know, we're, we're leading, we're in first, but we don't, the clutch isn't working. Yeah. So I said, okay, do me, I said, let's do this. Get me in the car. I'll leave the radio open. You listen and get me through it. And if I can do it. I'm going to stay You're in the car. In, yeah. If I can't, I'm not yeah. going to ruin you guys from, you know, right. from what you got going. And, and I'll just help us back out. Yeah. So that's what we did. So I drove for three hours. <laughs> nice. Without I a cramps in my leg. Right, right, right. <laughs> from the, you know, because the seatbelt was, because I, you know, Tom and uh, yeah. Bill are both real tall and I had this booster seat. Yeah that really made the seatbelt not hit me in the right place. So I had to have leg cramps on it. But I, I drove three hours, and, and we won the race. So I went from 2 o'clock in the morning thinking I, thought I was going to let him literally blow yeah. my entire racing career and right. life, you yeah. know, giving him that power, which was stupid, um, to then standing on Winning the podium. biggest yeah. race yeah. in North America yeah. sports car yeah. racing. Yeah.
1: Did you and uh, Jack Roush ever, like, bear the hatchet? Did No. Ever co- no. no. Interesting. No. To this day.
2: You know, I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, fair. I, very fair. I don't blame the you. The way based he on. runs his business, yeah. I, I, just.
1: Uh, based off this story, I don't, I don't know why you would. Yeah. So. <laughs> now, do you? Uh,
0: so here's my question about that era, specific to you, is, is, do you think it was being female, or do you think it was just that you were the funded driver, and if you pick. were a rich kid, that he had to choose? You know what I mean? Even if you were like a rich male. Well,
1: he probably yeah. had to. If, based on how like it works with our stuff now. Like, it was, I could have who I want, yeah. but I have to take this person this as yeah. well as maybe the female thing.
2: I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, when Jack's, I kind of, I heard Jack say out of his own mouth, I'd put a monkey in the car if he brought the money.
3: Yeah. Okay. And, and yeah. so,
2: I th- see, I think that's why I don't like him. It, it, it's not just because of what he did to me. Jack didn't ever value the human factor in the people that work for him. Mm-hmm and, and that particularly that drove for him. Yeah. And, and I, I don't respect that, that's yeah. all. I mean, yeah. I just, I think he missed the boat. Um, I, I mean, I think he's a great engine builder and I think sure. he's a yeah. great racer. Can't argue with that. And yeah. I mean, he, I, I respect him for his success, but I think he could have even been more successful.
0: Did he ever say anything specific about gender?
1: Huh. I kind of want to hear the, the IMSA slash Trans Am heyday of like that 80s, 85 to 90, the parties. That must have been going because the sponsorship was there. Everybody's making money. Everybody's yeah. excited to go to Sebring, Daytona. Those are big, big Dorsey was
0: telling us numbers that were crazy for a sports car guy to be making, especially yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. 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 So.
1: And just, like, how crazy was the atmosphere then amongst the races, post-race events like partying at Sebring or things like that? Was that... (laughs) 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 Nope.
2: I I wasn't invited to any of the parties. What? No. No, I don't don't remember any parties. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. No, is
0: it because you were older than some of the guys been. It like it oh, oh don't bring been. mom don't bring don't
1: mom, yeah, that's right. mom she's going to yeah, screw Calvin, Calvin, Calvin <laughs> <Fish> is <laughs> like <laughs> Lynn's going to make me go to bed early yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean
2: i you know i wasn't that bad but i was pretty <laughs>
3: okay Yeah. Right. i mean
2: i was serious yeah. you yeah, know yeah, yeah. i mean i i w- this was this is a business to me in profession and profession okay. and and so and i you know um
0: how did you deal with Dorsey? Jeez. I
2: know. No, it was <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I raced against Gene Felton. I mean, there it yeah. was like yeah. I was around that all the time. Yeah. And right. so, you know, I mean he's brushed it off. It okay. just yeah.
1: yeah. All right, way to ruin my dreams. <laughs>
2: Sorry. <laughs> 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 well, I was trying to say I think also which you probably guys nobody Really knows because it's not a big deal, but it was it was a big deal to me. Is that entire decade of the 80s when I was a factory driver for Ford Motor Company and I was running whether it was Trans Am because they yep. would always decide I'd flip back whether right. it was Trans Am or or uh, Camel GT. I used to I used to own I owned at that time an auto parts business, oh.
3: Oh, and okay. so
2: I was running a business, yeah. you know, every day. And uh, and then when you mentioned um, John Paul Jr., I mean my secretary for what, a period of time was actually. Turned out to be John Paul Jr.'s, became John Paul Jr.'s wife. Oh, okay. Um, when she came, she was very attractive, and I put her in short shorts and a Bill Stein t-shirt. You had a work system. <laughs> and had her Wait. getting. Wait, you
3: your market. <laughs> you knew your market. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> had her
2: putting decals, Bill Stein decals on race cars, um, and met John Paul Jr., and they ended up getting married. But... Um, so I was running a business that was my meat and potatoes you know i never from when you 're on one year contracts and i wasn 't getting paid big money like yeah. those guys were yeah. to be honest. Um, because my funding was going for the race program. I had a whole separate contract for the, all the personal appearances. I So, got you, were more, for so you were
0: living on the appearance stuff with Ford. I was Ford. living yeah. on the appearance money. Yeah, and, yeah.
2: and, and fortunately I was banking a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and because I had to, but I had to still pay my bills. I mean, yeah. I, that was, my, I had my business model I figured gotcha. out, yeah. you know, because I can't rely on that next year. Am I going to have a deal? Yeah. 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 And so I got to keep my auto parts business going. Yeah. And so on weekends that I wasn't racing, I was pumping silicone brake fluid into brake models, and right, you know, right. and shipping parts and yeah. stocking shelves and yeah. stuff like that. So um, I was basically running two businesses, yeah. you know, at the same time. And, right. and making, I, I mean, I was on the road 250 days a year. I was making a lot of, uh, I had a minimum of 50 days of appearances, non-racing appearances for yeah. Ford Motor Company. Yeah. So, you know, I was, I was busy. Yeah.
1: yeah. So on one side you have the...
2: So I miss the damn parties, yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 So on one side of the the paddock you have like the, the the Roush of the world or whatever who's you know just all huffy and puffy because he has to run the factory driver he didn't pick, but on the other side of that you have the PR department. They have to love having Lynn St. James be driving Fords because you're probably in every magazine on every commercial because i only s- did
2: one commercial that was uh, i was on my g- i always had this goal sheet i always had my short-term goals and my long-term goals yeah. and all that Whatever yeah. was i only did one commercial and i don't i'm not sure it ever really aired but okay. i did film a commercial but i did get a lot of media you're yeah. right and so right. um i wanted this to last yeah. and i you know i i loved cars i was you know i, I wrote a book uh the St. james car owner's manual because i was doing car clinics for for women you know right, right. and so i thought well i can only do so many clinics so many people will be at a clinic, but if I get a book out, not only that, TV stuff, I, I started, you know, I'd get with those guys and I'd say, how come I'm not on the local news, you know, or the yeah. local TV show? And I said, oh, you know, they, they pitched to you, we pitched you, but, you know, they're not 100% sure that a race car driver can talk.
3: Well, that's uh, fair. You know, yeah. I, mean, I mean, you know, yeah. stuff yeah. that they, yep, you know, I it was a hard,
2: it. they were having some hard time, particularly um, in the earlier 80s. Yeah, the yeah. The Dorsey's up there hammered.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: so I would watch, sometimes when I'd watch them, i think, who do they always have? They always have authors. So I said, okay, I'm going to write a book, and uh, that way you can pitch me as an yeah. author, you know. If, I mean, if I'm an author, now. then, yeah, you know, have you have I should be able to help. Yeah. So it's just a little like that, that I worked hard at trying to fill as many gaps or hit as many marks to give them as many tools yeah. as they possibly could um,
0: speaking of books we'll, we'll we'll try and hammer this about four more times but uh, Lynn St. James An Incredible Journey available on Amazon correct?
2: thank you yeah and yeah. on my website too. Oh, on your website okay. yeah. can or you yeah. get an
0: autograph copy yeah, on your if website? You, if okay. you
2: do it on my website and you tell who you want me to inscribe it to or whatever okay then um, it'll because I ship them. Could you do it yourself? <laughs>
0: we <We've laughs> actually sold quite a few books yeah. off of this Yeah, uh, this we, we helped Janet quite a bit and so... Uh, I saw that
2: you... Yeah, yeah, so I'm glad. Binks,
0: yeah. yeah, so Dan Banks as well. Yeah. 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 So again, yeah. Lynn St. James, an incredible journey or is it just LynnStJames.com? No, it's... A,
2: yeah, LynnStJames.com. is to, the to website. To get the aut- autographed version no. of it, Also so. available on Amazon.
1: Or Amazon, yeah. whichever you do. But I assume by the time you've made it to IndyCar, it's calmed down a bit from competitors, like the sexist gender thing. But... Who was the biggest sleaze bag that would not let it go?
2: The worst in memory is Eliseo Salazar.
1: Interesting. Huh, Salabar. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, I mean, he, first of all, he's a dirty driver. He's just a dirty driver. And he just proved that even in a vintage race. But, so he's a dirty. I've watched him literally drive people down into the grass on the back straight and in. I mean it's stupid stuff. No head back there yeah. Yeah. but stupid stuff so he is a dirty driver but then he literally on tape said in an interview because I saw it that women do not belong in a race car huh. and, so
0: and this is like the 90s when he yeah, you yeah. yeah. and he yeah. was my teammate oh, oh
1: God. excellent okay yeah. well that's Aliseo Salazar Aliseo Salazar anybody send a tweet to that guy yeah,
2: yeah. Jesus so wow
0: but again, you can find this detail and many more at uh, <laughs> Lynn St. James, an incredible journey at lidsaintjames.com.
1: Also available on Amazon.
0: As I think I told you, we, we have a pass-along question. Um, and our guest last night was Paul Tracy. Um, and his question is very much in line with with this part of the conversation. I think Brian's really? got it written down here. Yeah. So, uh, surprising. Just thinking about the modern, like literally the news of the last week or two with, uh, Weinstein? with Harvey Weinstein.
1: Yeah. Uh, so... He kind of worded it funny, but basically... <laughs> no, he paused. Tell me uh, what he said. How prevalent... With, with how prevalent this Weinstein thing is right now, and this is, you know, October of 2017, but uh, how many guys tried to use sex to get you to drive their race car? Like, you know, you can drive for me if you sleep with me, sort of thing. Yeah. And who was the worst?
2: Well, A, not one. Okay. Huh. Um. They only wanted money.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah.
2: So I was so glad I was able to get tires instead of money or you know yeah, whatever. Yeah, you were able to but they a only lot. wanted money. Okay. Um I never had it. I never had it. Yeah. I mean I had to really think hard about it, you yes. know. Some maybe some incidents or some thoughts about, you know, sure. to reflect on but because um, 'cause I've been thinking about it actually because of the Weinstein thing. I, I mean there are people that in my Facebook who are you know, this me too thing?
3: Yeah, Yep, yeah.
2: And I'm like appalled and shocked at how many people that I know, right. how many women that I know that are posting the Me Too. Yeah. And I'm like, holy cow. Yeah. I mean, I, so I'm, some of them that I know that are really good friends that I didn't know. And then I'm like, H- I have empathy, but I can't relate. And, but I, had, I actually had this conversation with a gal on Monday in New York, when I said, even if you have had it, the experience, yeah no two people are, are going to experience it the same way. I mean, in right. other words, even, I mean, even if I, so if I had, I can say I empathize, but it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that we're.
0: That you can necessarily relate. So like the yeah. hashtag me to phenomenon that's going on today, in case somebody's hearing a year from now is specific to people that either uh, are victims of either sexual harassment or sexual assault. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, I guess, I mean, what, what do I know? But that's either something that you either experience or you can't possibly understand. And, so and yeah. even if you
2: had, it doesn't mean you have had the same experience. Right. If you right. know what I mean? Exactly. It was exactly. a, you had a bad experience, but it doesn't mean it's the same.
3: Yeah.
2: The other thing is, and, and i wondered if this had come up at all, sexual harassment or assault is not just happening to women. I mean, right. you know, it can also happen to a man. Sure. So, so anyway, um, no, I had actually a very. I'll share this because it's kind of it's kind of funny in a way. But but I, I had my auto parts business. And I was, you know, even back in the 80s, I was trying to mentor the other drivers, you know, the, whatever other female drivers were out there. And Patty Moise, name doesn't no, okay. really Patty Moise um, was racing in that era. And so she, she said, "What, I'd like to come down and talk. i been in Fort Lauderdale. I'd like to come down and, and meet with you. And I said, okay, fine, come on down. And we're sitting at, I'll just never forget it, because she's sitting across from my desk. And what she wanted to talk to me about was how she's getting hit on all the time. Crew guys, ever whatever.
3: Yeah.
2: And so she wanted advice, and <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I was sort of mortified because I realized that hey, this makes me feel like, <laughs> because I don't have, I don't have the experience, so I can't right. give her any advice. Right, right, So maybe I said, what do my dog meet? I mean, I'm <laughs> saying this to <laughs> right, myself, right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. Like,
0: <laughs> there's like three jokes I can't make right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah.
2: So i and I'm trying to genuinely, you know, accept the fact that this Kel's wanting some advice. But there's like, what about me? Yeah, I mean, it was a real, it it was just, I was interesting how all (laughs) of this stuff was going through. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. So, this happens
1: to me all the time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So it, anyway, but I, and then she was so kind in the way, which she says, well, I guess it's because you know you're just such a business person, and you the way you handle yourself. Because yeah. I told her, I said, Patty, I can't give you any advice, because I said I, I just don't you have an happen. experience it, yeah. But I said part of it is the way I handle myself. I yeah. know that. I mean, I am business. Yeah. I am, I'm intense, and I am all business. Right. And and you know that in sh- my mind doesn't necessarily mean that it should eliminate the fact that somebody might want to hit on me, but at the same time, it certainly would minimize, you know, get yeah, it down yeah, to yeah, a bare yeah. minimum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, our our next guest is one William
1: Theodore Ribs.
0: Yeah, um, I saw that. Who? On your oh,
2: email. Oh, well, you it? told me on the email. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, there, is
1: there a thing? Mm-hmm. Is it seemed like a little bit of a thing there.
2: Well, I mean, Willie would hit on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That he's tree. not. He's I mean, not shy about, <laughs> about his love of women. So we did have, I guess, actually, yeah.
0: Oh, what is this?
2: We came to my room. He did. Yeah. Our boy Willie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, oh
0: boy, we've never met him, but his phone. <laughs>
2: oh, you have not met him. Well, oh, well, we'll
0: see him in tomorrow night. I've done but more research on him than any guest in he's, history. Let's just say <laughs> on the phone, we we're very excited because he's clearly a character. But go on.
2: Oh, he's really a character. Yeah. <laughs> well, he wanted me to put this in because they're doing a movie on him. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, Adam Croll, um, Nate Adams, and yeah. that group, and so he really wanted me to be in a be interviewed. I was the one in the one with Newman. Yeah. that I mean, but, mm. but th- we then we never really work out schedules or sure. whatever. But Willie says, "Yeah, you got to tell that story. Because, <laughs> yeah, he came to my hotel room.
3: Okay. And basically. Uh, and basic was it?
2: it was at Watkins Glen. Okay. In, trans- in the Trans Am. So, like, maybe I trans- yeah, like the 80s. Yeah, yeah. it was in the 80s. Yeah, it was <laughs> <laughs> in the 80s, yeah. Um, and so, you know, and just basically trying to make the moves, you know. And, and I mean, Willie's a, I mean, he's, he's strong. a brawny guy. He's yeah, a yeah, brawny heavy yeah. guy. Yeah. I mean, now I'm, when I see him, he picks me up and, you know, Right, <laughs> right. And. You know, and so we had the conversation. You know, like don't even think so about it. So you're shutting them you down. Yeah, really, I was yeah, shutting them yeah. down, and Friend I mean, zone. he was trying everything. You Friend know, I mean, and yeah. 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 And uh, so anyway, but that's, I mean, to me that was no big deal. I mean, that isn't. That's just Willie being Willie. I'm about
0: to say you say that because he, this is just how he is. It's with just any how female. he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I mean yeah.
2: Willie is, wants to invade your space. That's just everywhere it's in right. life. I mean Willie is yeah. in your face, so invading your could space. This be a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. going to be
1: our new host. And he does yeah. it
2: just for his own entertainment. Yeah, yeah. just to and, see if he can. And just and just yeah. to aggravate. You know, he loves to aggravate. Oh this This guy's are Yeah. So, is there a trigger
0: with him? Is there something we can't do? Did no, there's no. <laughs> no
2: <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> no it's, it's, like it's all a trigger. I mean, it's all going to be a trigger point, whatever. Okay. And I mean, I, the only thing that he shared with me that I really didn't know, because I, we've had I- his his son Theo yeah. is uh, you know a championship yep. uh, uh, shooter, shooter, shooter. marksman or whatever. And I've met Theo, and I mean, and I when I met him, I'm like, Willie, how did this happen? I mean, this is like a really fine young man. <laughs> 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 and I mean, Theo Where was standing right there. Writing? you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. How did this I mean, happen? I have to look at you as maybe in a different way, you know.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. And um, because Willie and I just happened, I mean, we just yeah. we're unfiltered, you know. And uh, and uh, but I I ended up talking to him a little more. This was at the vintage race at the Brickyard in Indy, you know. So we're, we're talking differently to each other now than we did back yeah, in the course, day. Yeah, right. of And he shared with me. I mean. Because I really still give him grief that I said you bring on so much of your controversy and yeah. so much of your of the things that didn't happen in your life yeah. are really your fault. I mean, yeah, yeah. in my mind, you're, that, that you brought those things on because you bring out in people, you know, this the worst sometimes, and yeah. and, and and you shut them down and or you really make them mad and all this. And if you would just shut up and show up and do your thing, yeah. yeah. But he would share with me how he he had life-threatening threats. You know, people were threatening uh, to kill was, him. Thank you. I mean, yeah, yeah. so he he dealt probably with a lot more than than anybody I, knew, than, Yeah, than yeah. I think I ever realized. But yeah. I still think because of the way he was, he brought a lot of that out.
1: Yeah. So if you could ask any question of Willie T. Ribs, which you probably already have, but for our listeners' sake, what would be a good pass along question from Lynn St. James to Willie T.
2: How did you raise such a good son?
1: Yeah. That's fair. All right, back to the good stuff.
0: So you, so you. You've done just fine in sports cars you win Sebring, you win Daytona a couple times. IndyCar this like the according to what I've read from you, IndyCar was on your radar but it wasn't something you were necessarily looking towards until you actually drove one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no I never ever saw myself as an Indy driver. Yeah. Um, or Indy racer.
0: Now, was that just because it didn't appeal to you, or oh, No, no, a no, because person? it was... It was
2: just too... It was just...
0: They were so damn fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean,
2: they yeah. were just... They were superstars. They were superheroes. Yeah. I mean, not superstars, yeah. but they were Superman. Um, I mean, I came from racing sedans. I'd right. never done open wheels, so right. I, I was You like, hadn't
0: been karting since eight years old. Right, and all right. I mean,
2: I, I don't fit...
0: The mold, yeah, I yeah. don't fit
2: the description, yeah. the mold of, yeah. of, how you, of how it's done and how to get there. So I was thinking, but i just wanted to drive an indy car yeah i mean that was just to me it was the ultimate race car that i felt because i had been around it right. you know particularly because we were the support race so for so many of the indy car races so yeah, many, yeah. yeah and uh and so then when dick gave me that chance in 1988 after the Emmy race um it just not only did i get to do it but it was just wonderful i mean right. and, and and i got re- by the end of the day I, where uh, was this it was <laughs> in memphis Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, yeah, at the drag strip there with the little curly cube, you know. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's not much of a racetrack. Right. It's, it's like 50 seconds left. It's a little left. autocross
0: course, effectively. Yeah. yeah.
2: But um, they were doing a rookie test for okay. another driver, and, and he had miles left on an engine because the season was over. Oh, okay. So let's burn it out. Uh, yeah. And so... How'd you know Dick? Well, I, 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 because I made up my mind that I wanted to drive an Indy car.
3: IndyCar,
2: right. I... And I was doing TV, I specifically wanted to also do the TV, because I was yep. doing TV. well,
0: I'm looking at a life after, sure.
2: No, I wanted to learn about the IndyCars, because I thought, oh, I just, I mean, this okay. was like, you know, you, when you're on one-year contracts, and you know that if you don't get one, your racing days are yeah, done. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're not really out getting other sponsors, I mean, and, and all that, and I wasn't any particularly young chick, you know, right, I wasn't right. a young driver coming up yeah, to yeah. the ranks. I mean, I was, I knew it was at the, probably at the end of my career. Right. And so I had to figure out if it was ever going to happen. I had to make it happen while I was still, at, you no, know, relevant. Still the you still, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when I got the opportunity to do the TV thing, uh, I didn't really enjoy the TV thing that much, so I didn't look at it as a career that, I, and, you know, that I would, and I'm glad I didn't figure it because they don't want, yeah, yeah. They want young ch- want young blondes yep. on there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I could interview all the crew chiefs and the, you know, Engineers and right. the drivers, and then you know, get them to to talk about the cars. Well. Meanwhile, I would also learn a lot about the cars. So, consequently, I also start talking to team owners, and you know, saying, "Hey, if there's ever a chance when you guys are doing a test, you know, I really would like to get some laps in the an Indy car." And no. so, so yeah. he, I just kept bugging him, and he called me. I was back at my auto parts store
0: doing a job on <laughs>
2: Sunday night after the Timmy <laughs> Emmy race, the deals happen, and <laughs> the phone rings. Back when it was, you know. Yeah, when, when phone the phone on. rang. Yeah, and, and the phone rang, and Dick says, Hey, kid, you said you wanted to drive an Indy car. Be at Memphis tomorrow.
0: Wow. Click. And you're in South Florida. I'm
2: in South Florida. Okay. So I got my butt at Memphis the yeah, next morning on an airplane there. and and, uh, and got there. So I went out, and I mean, in the beginning, I mean, I go down the front straightaway. You know how in the straightaways, they're like, everybody's looking there. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the few crew guys that were there. And, of course, the car runs great down the straightaway so I'm letting him know I can go through the gears you know and my very first lap around and I put my foot on the brake like I would in the timing of a sedan right <laughs> and
3: the and car comes to a yeah. complete yeah. stop. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: I mean, I'm used to using a lot of brake. Yeah. You know, waiting yeah, yeah. in advance of when things are really supposed to happen, and the next thing I know, the car just like freaking, oh, s- I have to put the thing the in apex, first uh, gear. Just, just check I'm it out <laughs> through the car. Just checking. Breaks are all right, guys. Breaks are good guys. Oh yeah. god, you know. So obviously it was th- it was pretty ugly. And then the first time I I really raced an open wheel, and so I was so fascinated with my front tires. I was watching them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, God, it's so cool. And I go Eyes through. I go through. Yeah, and that's what I was like. Lynn, you know, <laughs> stop that. what's up, Lynn.
3: Yeah. So <laughs> once I got
2: over some of those initial, um, you know, I, I actually, I found out I went faster than the guy doing the rookie test. It hmm. was Fabrizio Barza or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and Dick came back. And the last 10-lap run I had, you know, he was there. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, the only thing I did, is I was going to try to show him how well I was doing. And I lit the freaking thing up, coming out, getting onto the track. Uh, bummer. And yeah. But he, but I stopped it. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and he waddles over there. You know, he waddles over there, and he goes, Well, kid, at least you had the sense enough to put the brakes on. <laughs> <laughs> so he backs me up. And, and he says, well, I was, like, excited and, you know, trying yeah, yeah. to really do well. And yeah. so, anyway. so I went out and did the laps, and... And at the end of it he looked at me and he goes you did really good and he said we can do this cool he didn't say you can do this he said we can, we can do, this. do this yeah
0: but this was 88 88 and it was a few years before you four show years. up at Indy
2: four years later at 150 companies that said no and 150 first said yes J.C. Penny. so I would see dick and you know I kept racing for Ford and and I kept trying I mean I pitched 150. let let's say yeah
0: say that one more time for those who don't understand one hundred and fifty
2: companies said no.
1: And are those pitches—that's not just like you sent a letter. No, some off. of them were just letters. Okay. Some okay. of them were yeah, just yeah, letters. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. But but obviously, I have told everybody you don't even have a chance if you don't get a meeting. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But um, but a lot of those were letters, you know. But I at least got a letter back. So yeah, you know, great. Right, because right. sometimes you just don't Still, get anything.
1: Yeah, one hundred fifty one.
2: <clears throat> but uh, yeah. All
0: available at Lynn St James—an incredible journey. <laughs> available at LinStJames.com and Amazon. Go on sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, and I would see Dick and, you know, at the races and I'd say, Dick, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get, sorry. Just, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. he was. If you
0: don't I mind could, me asking, what was the number you had to hit? In well,
2: the, the number that they want was a million dollars back then. For I the, mean, just for the 500? Just, just for the 500. Wow. Was, to have a new car and, to, you know, that was the top, dope, you know, type deal. Yeah. Um, the number I got from JCPenney was 250,000, which was not was enough. Not enough, right. Yeah. And most ever, any other owner would have said, not enough. But yeah. he got Dick it. said that's enough to get you through rookie orientation, and to do everything we need to do to get you through rookie orientation. <coughs> and he said, and believe me, I know you're going to do well. Right. And he said more money will follow, which is exactly what happened.
0: Huh. Would it, so would 250 meant like a reduced program, like you can't practice every day, or we got to limit well, the mileage not, on the No, that was that was enough to to do the month to do
2: the No, 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 no not no, no, the no, oh, month. Just rookie.
0: Yeah. yeah okay. The he, rookie
2: orientation, but also that first pr- that. You know, once you pass the four phases, then you're out there with everything. And Dick had me running almost all the time. Okay. I mean, yeah, so, but. But then it came to a halt for two reasons. One, he knew I'd gotten everything I could out of that Cosworth, right? And B, his I knew that his budget was also over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so
1: but his plan was that'll get us going, and then people will see, and then they'll all be like exposed, put more money yeah. in, or, right? Or right. It, yeah. Which
2: and then more money followed. Yeah, right. Car rental company, and you know, and it just because we it, we did point, so well at rookie orientation. Yeah. You know, I mean, I became that's big news. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. were nine rookies that year, yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, Mars
0: Joey Marcello. Joey
2: Marcello. Yeah. That was, you know, we lost one, and that was a sad thing. So, yeah. but there was, it was a buzz, a buzz about the whole, yeah, yeah. you know, about me being there and doing, and doing well. And there
0: hadn't. I mean, Janet was the last one to compete at the 500 up until that point, which is a solid 10, 15, pl- 15 years. 15 year gap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah 70,
2: so. 77, 78, 79. So yeah, so 13. 13 years, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So tell me about the rejections. Right. Of the 150, so yeah. a lot of these were letters that just didn't right. go anywhere. But, but like, was there a boardroom pitch? No, they,
2: I never got to the board level. I mean, it was usually an individual. <laughs> you know, vice president. I tried to get a vice president of marketing, or oh, yeah. and this was before the computer and all that. I mean, I'd go to yeah. advertising age. Yeah. You know, automotive news. Go to the frickin' library and look for. You know, trying to even get yeah. the names of people. You yeah, know, yeah. and, and
3: i
0: Mr. Apple. And yeah. I would
2: sit. Yeah. People hated to watch the Super Bowl with me because you know <laughs> I would make a log <laughs> yeah. of every oh, commercial. That's right, because they're spending the most money. You know, yeah. they yeah. got budgets. Yeah. Um, but you know, J.C. Penney came back with the 250. But yeah. and I didn't get that yes until March
0: of oh, that wow. year. Oh so it's like right. two months before. But they, you know, in, yeah. in, in,
2: but in in November is when, and how that happened is I was had a friend in in D.C. Who was helping me write the proposals because he's a beautiful writer and he was good friends with a woman who worked at united way um, sheila plank who lives in in austin texas now huh? and so yeah. he he hooked me up with sheila and we just clicked yeah. and uh and so she wrote a personal letter to wr Hall, who was the chairman of jc Penney, who was also on the united way board okay and he then Directed his people I yeah. guess I should say down, that they should take a look at it.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. that was all it was, but so, you know yeah. when the
2: chairman says you should take a look at they it, take a look at but, it yeah, but yeah. I still went from november i didn 't find that out until November this, I, yeah, you yeah. know I had met with the other people like in the summer, and yeah, it was yeah. November before I finally got the word that i had here 's the names of the people you need to send the proposal to yeah. and so we, I still had to jump through hoops and have meetings, and I would was going to Plano, Texas, and you know yada da 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 da, and then got the actual final approval and of the two hundred and fifty in March. Wow.
0: That's proof to me that uh, it's never, I don't think any racing sponsorship exists purely on the well-argued ROI statement. It's always from somebody championing your cause yeah, and right. somebody saying, I want this to work for whatever reason. Yeah. So in 1992, even when the 500 was probably the biggest thing on earth, still the same problem. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah. cool. Before we get into the, one thing we've heard about, we've heard a lot of stories about, I need you to be here tomorrow. And in 2017, that's not a big deal. Somebody calls me and says, "Hey, I need you to be in Memphis tomorrow." I can look up a flight. Yeah, I can arrange it phone, with Enterprise right on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm set. I, I legitimately don't know. In, in 1988, when Dick Simon says, "Show up at Memphis," I bu- thought
2: I, I think it was Orbits that used to put out a book. Like a, yeah, it yeah. was like a um, it was like a book. I mean, it was a about a it was like this, and it had all the flights. Okay.
3: Yeah, it, so and it's like going to cheap tickets
2: today online, but you know, and for so, the entire book. Yeah. so yeah, so it's okay. a, it Thank was you know and it, you, probably a lot of, because they changed the flights a lot. You know, it wasn't necessarily accurate. but It was every month, so you register, you uh, oh, okay. subscribe to it, and you would and get this. And you would
0: just get a listing of. And okay. you would get
2: it, and oh yeah, that's how I use I use that for all my <laughs> almost all my trips. You right. know, and so I knew what flight I could get out first thing in the morning and get to Memphis from Fort Lauderdale, and yeah, and then called the airlines and and booked it. Very different. But I yeah that book I had a hard time, not. When a lot of this technology started to come in, I was like, I, I think, I guess I don't need that book
3: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you get used to using the tool. Yeah, what we do. Yeah, 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 I mean, exactly. finally
2: I had to say, you know, I don't think I need to renew that like, subscription. Mom, <laughs> just use your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> use your computer.
0: <laughs> All right, so month of May practice, the car is finally fast enough. Tell me about qualifying for the uh, Indy 500. Biggest race in the world.
2: Well, the fr- what Dick did too within that budget was before we went to Indy, um, he took me to Texas, the old Texas, <laughs> so like Texas World Speedway, World.
0: which was like a huge, just flat out big bowl. Yeah.
2: But um, he, we went down there like two weeks before, or maybe because he was they were they were, on, I think on the way of transporting everything to to yeah. the shop in Indy.
3: Yeah.
2: And um, he said, I'm gonna teach you to go flat. <laughs> <laughs> And well, uh, I mean,
0: coming from road racing, yeah. Yeah, so.
2: yeah. And so we did. We went down there, and I'll never forget it. I mean, it was there all by myself. They pulled a big trailer right under the pit lane, and, you know, no media, no pressure. Yeah. And um, I, I had this new music that I really loved, and I put it on the cassette in the, in the trailer so that the, Wait, guys what? Could, <laughs> the guys could listen to it. Yeah. Um, and it was just pure heaven, and and I got it. I mean, I, 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 I could get that chicken bone to not work and, you yeah. know, keep flat, because and, and yeah. it's a mental thing, you yeah. know?
0: I love that. Ex- I've never heard that expression, by the way.
2: <laughs> the chicken bone? The chicken
0: bone to not work. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Go on.
2: So, because you're, you're, con- you're absolutely convinced you that were you flat. That yeah, you can't. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and then you lifting. look at the graph and, you know. yeah. yeah. So, and I, I mean, Daytona is the only place I'd ever run before they put the chicane in, you know, and, and Talladega. So, what I would do is draw upon, you know, because right. when Experience. I ran Daytona, we didn't have a chicane. And then when yeah. I did yeah, Talladega so in 88, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it was all flat, but it was a stock car. So, mm. you're going slower <laughs> with a car around yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so, anyway, so when we got to, to Indy with their whole rookie orientation thing, you know, we went, th- I mean, I spent more time. In the in the pace car <laughs> than I think any of those other rookies. I mean, a yes. minute there was track available, <laughs> I was in the pace car going around because yeah. it's different. I yeah. mean, it is. Those four corners are different, and it's different. And Dick rode with me, and you know, I would ride with him. And I mean, he was great because he was a great because he was a racer besides being an owner. He, he w- and he's a good teacher. He used to teach skiing. I mean, he you know not everybody can teach, yeah. and he's really good. Yeah. Um, so when it got to qualifying, I know you'd ask about qualifying, but when you got to qualifying. The song that I loved, uh, or the music that I loved, was this Chris Rhea, um, out of the UK. He's not terribly Can't popular no who that here. Is, yeah, yeah, but it's Chris <laughs> C H R I S R E A. Okay. And uh, he has a song called Texas. Okay. And he also has a song called Daytona, and he's a car guy. Okay. You know, I mean, he'd love his stuff. And so Texas is, when we were in Texas, we were listening to that, and at one point in the song, he kind of goes, Texas. You know, he just sort of says it instead Uh, of singing it. And so I'm getting ready to go qualify the first time, still in the Ford Cosworth-powered one. And it was just the most exhilarating, peaceful experience. It's the best way. It's the combination of the two. Because I realize I'm going to be on the racetrack all by myself.
3: And just like i was at texas yeah because yeah.
2: the whole rest of the time there was always cars yeah. out there even yeah. with rookie, you know yeah, yeah. and I, it's like i could finally <laughs> breathe i did not have to worry about you know anybody else on to the track the
1: mirror and
0: all
3: but, that yeah. yeah
2: and so just as i'm about ready to pull out um the crew guy his name right now a big tall guy who was at texas who was on my car just as i'm getting ready to pull out i say to myself in my helmet texas so i said just Go back to where you develop that confidence and yeah. where you were on that track all by yourself. And just as I do that, he hits the helmet and he goes, Texas.
3: <laughs> nice. Just exactly. Right, right, you know, right. it's just like, sink. You get it. Yeah.
2: Unfrickin' real. Yeah. So my first qualifying, you know, was great. just that it wasn't fast enough. But, you know, we, it, we put it in the field, but Dick knew it wasn't gonna hold. I
0: mean, these are the days where lots of people did That's not. Exactly. Make the race. And there, and yeah, there yeah. were a
2: lot more cars, yeah. you know, yeah, trying okay. to. So, no, I when you cross the line, you just. You know, you just, you, it, and they take it, then you know that's it. Yeah. I mean, unless you're going to try to pull it and go back out. So yeah. it, it ain't over till it's over. I mean, it is not over until the gun blows at 6 o'clock, the last day of qualifying.
1: Yeah, cool. Looking at the list of guys that didn't make that race yet, you know, Dismore, Tony Bettenhauser Jr., Nelson Piquet, Didier Taze, Johnny Rutherford. That had to be pretty damn, like, gratifying knowing not only did you out- qualify those guys, Guys that made the race show qualified, Vassar, Dominic Dobson, Sneva, Gordon Johncock, Scott Goodyear, like, you're there, you know? Does J.C. Penny then go, hey, we want to do this?
2: No, 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 no. J.C. Penny, interestingly, right? I mean, that, that's probably my best business. My two best business stories are the deal with, you know, getting the letter from Ford that it was okay for me to race the yeah. Chevy. J.C. Penny got... They had a binder, they had all this that for their two hundred fifty thousand dollars they got so much they got return. A lot. Okay. Yeah, right. Which means how do you sell that again? Yeah. You know, oh, and, yeah. and uh, so yeah. and, and WR Hall they used me as an example in his business. We cut the ribbon at the Plano with the IndyCar. I mean oh, there was cool. just all kinds yeah. of, you know, stuff yeah. that but they were not planning nor interested in doing it again because they, they, so they were doing anymore. they got so much, yeah. exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. And for so
0: cheap that it's a precedent, it's hard to beat. Yeah. We deal with this all the time yes we do yeah
2: so this is a good business lesson 101 maybe you know so they had a party at a at a golf club um they wanted to kind of do a celebration you know for for honoring me and all that kind of stuff and so i crafted with the help of my friend sheila the idea uh, I had already pitched them, and they had, had dec- you know, had not given me an answer of yes or no yeah. for a two and a half million dollars for the next year.
0: Oh, so that's a big jump from $250,000. Yeah, yeah, two yeah. a yeah. little bit of a jump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but
2: nice. it wasn't looking good because they don't—they weren't using it like Kmart and others, where they were using yeah. their brands. they're and leveraging stuff.
0: it against other vendors. Yeah, they weren't doing it like you know. Yeah. Those things,
2: which I, but anyway, so I had champagne glasses, etched with um, "Go for it to." Uh, Ninety-three. Nice. So it was. Go hashtag for 93. it.
0: Ninety-three before there was a hashtag. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
2: Ninety-three. Yeah. So I ordered these champagne glasses, had them all etched, yeah. and then organized with the maitre d there yeah. to bring out the champagne and the champagne glasses at the end of the dinner. Yeah. Unbeknownst to anybody else. Business ends in Saint James. Yeah. yeah. And so. And I mean, it was the celebration, it was this thing, and, and W.R. Hall was there, and, and we brought that, we had that come out, and I mean, it was like egg on the face. Of, I mean, everybody's yeah. like, I mean, every one of these execs, they're, they're like stupefied. Yeah, done yeah, by yeah.
0: what do we do with this?
2: Smile, smile. And W.R. Hall was sitting next <laughs> to yeah. me, yeah. and he just looked right at me, and he said, So, Lynn, what do you need in 93.
3: Huh. Wow. I okay. said
2: two and a half million dollars, right in front of all of them. Yeah. yeah. And he looked at the guys and said, get it done.
0: Oh, wow. Good on you. Because that's a tough, ca- I mean, spend <laughs> ten times what you spend. And in my mind, like, for not a whole lot different in terms of what they're going to get.
1: How much do those champagne glasses cost? <laughs> $2 million. That's no. what they're worth. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, no. But, I mean, it was, I, you know, I thought, what's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. I mean, if they're going to yeah. come back and say, say no, no, and they're probably, I was going to probably get a no anyway, yeah. and they right. just say, Lynn, we're really sorry, yeah. and, you know, we think you did a great job, and, I mean, there's right. the ways they could have gotten out so of So, for yeah. all
0: you yeah. aspiring drivers, I want you to get Force. it. Of I want an etched wine glass given to Bill Riley <laughs> with your name on it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we've signed lynn st james as our marketing director yep. for dinner with racers <laughs> you can work on commission right <laughs> yeah. wow that's awesome yeah
2: so any? it was it worked and then the third year so we did six races for the two and a half million yeah that's okay. all we got and of course it didn't go super well that go um,
0: further today even but go on
2: yeah. yeah and then so then i went back because i only had that so then i was like I, I didn't really have a plan, yeah, you yeah. know. Hey, guys. Um, <laughs> and we had the meeting, the follow you know, the meeting to review and to talk about what is, if there is a next. Yes. And they already had made a decision. This time they, they aced me in the sense of they're not going to let me make a presentation. <laughs> or yeah, ask. There's
3: going to be no champagne. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, let yeah. her embarrass
2: they, uh they, they, they gave me a check, or they did give me a check, but they said we're going to give you a million dollars. And to do an indie only, because, so, you know, throughout the year, you're talking to these people, Yeah, of course, And, right, and right. so, what is it? You know, I've never had new car, never had new engine, you know, yeah, I was yeah. always using, you know, older equipment, and so, um, they gave a million dollars for 90, 94, where I got a brand new car, engine, you know, the whole, the whole all deal. of the, yeah, yeah, the whole deal. The
0: proper Indy acre. And
2: Yeah, and they said, uh, so there would be a, pro- he said, the only thing that you can do that you haven't done is win the Indy 500. Yeah. Um, And I mean, they're pretty smart, really, when you think about it, because racing a bunch of different races because they weren't able to use it in the markets and all. So they said, the only thing you haven't done (coughs) is you could win the Indy 500. And so you had asked for a million dollars. You know, they knew that was a million dollars was the price tag. And um, and so and then they gave me fifty thousand dollars to start my foundation. Oh, cool. Yeah. And And said. And don't come back. <laughs> 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 yeah. Don't I mean, say anything, and
1: that's it. Yeah, yeah that's th- it.
0: this is it. Yeah, yeah.
2: this, yeah. Is, this we, is your final hurrah. This is your final. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah.
0: All right. So 1997, advancing a couple of years, you became part of uh, a less popular part of indie history with uh, being one of two cars added above the the, the slotted 33, and. I remember reading an article, and I'm, and I'm going to get it wrong, where, you know, you remember being sent to the office to, to kind of figure out what the hell is going to go on. It was not a conversation you wanted to have. But but kind of walk me through that that day of qualifying. This was when the IRL and are had their big split, and the IRL had guaranteed that 25 cars were going to— 25, top points holders in the IRL. would be guaranteed a spot in the 500, regardless who qualified. So a bunch of guys, not full-season IRL guys, go out and they qualify.
2: And I am the 16th fastest.
0: Okay. There you go. Uh, so, <laughs> so explain. So walk us through that, I guess, because I, I still don't understand the whole. Well, it was with
2: Hamelgarn and yeah. um, and so it was with a new team, yeah. and um, and so you know, and things weren't going that badly, um, but it was a one-off deal, so we were caught in that, and so. So you
0: um, were one of the eight, that yeah. one of the sort of eight slots, so to speak, oh, that that yeah. shouldn't have made it. So go on.
2: Yeah, and there were more than just.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. Right.
2: So, when we were getting down to the end of, you know, of the end of the time slot that we had, which was the last day of qualifying, and, you know, we were clearly not going back out. Yeah. Because it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. It, we were faster than...
0: Yeah, than you know, everybody needed to beat, but Than was,
2: 10 of the cars in the yeah, field. right. <laughs> but the...
0: Yeah. Of the, of the so, eight. going faster was right. going to be
2: a mute point. And you
0: weren't close enough for the eight slots you had to beat, so to speak, in that allotment for non-points guys. Go on.
2: Yeah. So... Um, and so Ron just, I kept saying to Ron, what are we going to do? What should I do? Do I need to get with the, do I mean, I just, it was, it was impossible for me to comprehend, actually. Yeah. And so something to, it, it there had mean to be. that You were
0: clearly qualified to be in the 33 right. and you
2: weren't going to be in yeah, the shop. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. so, so I couldn't comprehend that there wasn't a solution to this, you know, that I, and, I, and the only thing I could think of was that, do I need to get in another car? Do we need to, I don't know. I mean, I just kept trying to get Ron to tell me something and Ron Literally, his only response to me was two things. He would say every time I would, you know, within every five minutes I would go out and know, talk to him, um, was that they will, all, he said, Len, they will always start the fastest 33 cars. This is the Indy 500. I'm like, but that's not the way it's coming out. So, yeah. you know, but he just kept saying that. And then he'd say, have another piece of chicken. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like this. All
3: right. So
2: I was like, A lot (laughs) of chicken. Yeah, uh, no, I I could not eat anything. Yeah, 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 sure. I was like, and I mean, Ron's another big guy, you know. But I wanted to, you know, literally grab him by the neck and say, "We're we're not. We have to do something. You know, we can't be in." inactive right now. We yeah. can't be passive. We can't just stand here or sit here or, or and eat chicken. I mean, it just was like <laughs> totally, totally impossible. Yeah, but
3: the chicken's really good. So
2: <laughs> I then Shooter said, show? okay, the decision maker in this, because he was at that time, the executive director, the president or whatever of the IRL okay. was Leo Mel, my buddy yeah. Leo Mel yeah. from Goodyear. From yeah. Goodyear. Who I had many, many encounters with over yeah. the years. So I said, I got to find Leo. I know that's going make to this, make this decision. Yeah. So um, And of course he was hiding. I mean nobody wanted to go with this, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, he knew he was gonna I think he he probably already knew what they were gonna do and and he but he was not ready to announce it until after six o'clock. Yeah. And and so the media were trying to find him, you know, and everybody was trying to find him. And so I found him. (laughs) 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 And I got into his office and it was I don't know, maybe five o'clock or whatever, you know. I said, so Leo, what are you gonna do? You know, just tell me what you're gonna do. I'm not gonna tell the media, but yes, just tell just me A, to what know. you're gonna do. And oh, then yeah. secondly, if once you tell me what you're gonna do, then what should I do? Right. You know? And, and of course, Leo, ugh, I just love him to death, but you know, he's like, so Lynn, um, it wasn't like a Talladega. You know, I I, I really wish, you know, I, you know, I didn't want to build those times. Mean, he would talk <laughs> about stall, stall, everything right. yeah else yeah other yeah. than what we were doing. Yeah you dogs. Yeah. I like dogs. Yeah, like dogs, yeah. I mean, yeah. he just, all over the, fr- I mean, it was making me crazy. Right. So, that went on for probably 20 minutes, you know, which I probably gave him some relief because <laughs> somebody talked <laughs> to him. Yeah, during right. that He's time like like that, he was that he was stalling. And up yeah. here, you and I
3: are very it intense right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah.
2: so. so. Do you have any
1: chicken?
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, so I left, and um, I sat, I, there's a picture, actually, I have a picture, because somebody took the picture, where we were all sitting around the TV in the, p- in the uh, garage, you know, waiting for the announcement, at which point then, then it they was announced official. that they were going to do the other, yeah, yeah. me and, and Robbie. Yeah. So, it was awful. Yeah. yeah. It was just awful, because yeah. I was, it's probably the only time, well, except for 2000 when I crashed during part that I felt hopeless or helpless. Yeah, yeah. You know, just totally helpless. Yeah. Um, every other time I feel there's always a solution, you know? Yeah, but, but here you're just going on the, the politics. there was that, absolutely nothing, yeah. absolutely nothing.
1: So. so, foundation?
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm Which you
0: could probably also learn more about Lynn <laughs> uh, St. James, an incredible journey. LindsayJames.com and, and on Amazon. Uh, so yeah, so, so courtesy of, of, of JCPenney, uh, you started your foundation talk about that uh, <laughs> go that,
2: Well, after that, that's
0: our go-to for bad interviewing talk about that but anyway, after
2: 92 like, we're, we're, i got yeah. so much fan mail and i i've never had experienced anything like that right um and so i mean that's kind of when i for the first time maybe realized the platform was so big it was sort of being like yeah, an, I mean, an iconic because i'd woman raced and, a lot of years so yeah, and, i mean yeah. i knew indy was big but you know yeah i mean i'm talking gobs of, you know a fan yeah. Mail.
3: yeah.
2: and in regular mail you know this is so, um, and a lot of it were people asking for advice and stuff. I mean, yeah. it, so it was just a, it was like, I, I just didn't seem right to just send them an autograph and thank you very much. Yeah. So, and I didn't know. And I, so, and after working so long with the Women's Sports Foundation, I realized that I always had tried, I've always wanted to figure out how to be able to help young girls and women in racing, but yeah. never really found the way or a platform or how or whatever. So. Right. So with with Indy, it's just really after I did India and I got this fan mail and I thought, you know, if I had a way to meet these people, I need to I need to know who's I need to look them in the yeah, eye, yeah, you know, yeah, and I need to see sure. what kind of talent and skill they have. Yeah. Um, and so I had this idea of creating a driver development program. This is before Makes driver sense. development was <laughs> right, you know, right, the on thing, the radar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, and to do that I thought I could have a foundation, yeah. a 501c3, because it would be educational, yeah. so I actually got an attorney. That specialized in crowd for profits right. and so you know they it with with jc Penney's help of having some money in the bank then okay. i was then able to pay you know, an attorney yeah, yeah. to be able to do that right. and i had to fill out all this paperwork and they described the program no i'm uh-uh, fine good and i was amazed that i got actually approval from the government you know to do to, to 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 it yeah
0: and this was oriented towards women in motorsport
2: yeah. yeah yeah and so in fall of 1994 was our first driver development program and so we had 25 female drivers um, and I mean, Desiree came, some people that, because I, I didn't have 25 that I, but if you added the ones I already knew existed, so yeah. I didn't have 25 newies, that right. we, but the total was still 25. Right. Right. And, we, and we did this driver development program that I envisioned in my mind, which was to spend, uh, everybody would start out in go karts, um, so we'd have a chance to evaluate their ability, because I had learned through the help of um, Brian Redmond how much go karting has really helped yeah. you. Yeah.
0: Seeing okay. him in a couple you weeks. You know, because,
2: yeah. yeah. So I, um, thankful to, to brian for that because i always thought it was just for kids you yeah. know because back then it wasn't <laughs> such a part of our well, culture you know? Yeah, yeah and so we started go-karts then we had i rented race cars and we went to irp and you know racetrack and then i hired a crew to do media training um i brought in my buddy dr Jacques de lair um oh, and yeah, yeah okay. and because uh, he had been inc- he and dr dan who since had, yeah. had passed but their whole curriculum and their whole knowledge base was yeah. hugely impactful for me. Okay. I, I I keep I became aware of them like in '88, so it yeah. had a huge. Without them, I would have not ever gotten into. And to just for,
0: for those who don't know, Jacques Delaire is very much about mental coaching. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So, but and the physical. So the physical yeah. training and the mental. So we so yeah. we had a whole series of the gym stuff that they had to do and the and the mental stuff, you know, the, the mind shaper and all the stuff yeah. that yeah, yeah. and. Uh, and nutrition, so I, I had everything catered, so that they. And of course, then I found out afterward that everyone out for pizza afterward. <laughs> for <dinner. laughs> right. So anyway, so I tried to, and they had to give a speech um, during dinner. I mean, I, I started at seven in the morning till ten o'clock at night, and we did it for four days um, straight. And wow. so, yeah, and so. You know, Danica came through the program when she was 14. Um, came back when she was 16. Yeah. Sarah Fisher came through the program. Melanie Troxell. I mean, you know, we've had some some of the really good drivers that have gone on to success. I'm yeah. pleased. So, um, so anyway, that was I did it for 20 years, once a year. We would, it was an invitation-only thing. Yeah. And uh, and so raising the money became incredibly hard. Yeah. Um, I would do fundraisers. You know. I'd maybe make three or five or $10,000, and then at the end of the year, I'd have to pay an attorney or a, an accountant, you know, $5,000 to fill out a, all of the paperwork oh, they right that they have right. to fill out. And I'm like, this is not making sense. Yeah. And the money's, and it just, it got crazy. Plus, I, w- I said, I was always looking for the cream. And, it, and towards the, the latter few years, I just, I, I, it was really, I was getting a lot of milk. I just didn't feel I was getting the quality of people that I really wanted yeah, to really... Yeah, right. You know because a lot of them were busy the week i always did it during between Thanksgiving, right around that thanksgiving time because the kids could get out of school because most of them are really young um so it's it's just like this isn't working anymore so i ran into paul newman when we were go-karting at san in san jose at this uh when uh indycar actually ran at san jose and and yeah and they had us do this fundraising go-kart thing and Newman says, so what are you doing now? And I said, I got my foundation. And, you know, I said, but it's, I need, I said, I think we need to do a scholarship program or something, I think, you know. And right. so he said, send me some information. So he sent me $10,000 to start Project Podium so that okay. I could have a scholarship fund and not just try, because I, if, if people can't come to me, then I got to figure out still how a to help to them. To them sure. But I got to right. know more about them. So yeah. they have to fill out an application and do an and interview do and that all that kind of thing. stuff. Sure. Yeah. So, so anyway, a few years after that, um, I just decided it still wasn't working to do the driver development program, so I folded it. I put everything into Project Podium, and I put it into the Women's Sports Foundation so that okay. it's a proper scholarship program. Okay. And, um, so the foundation's still going on, yeah. Right. But, you know, we were just, um, it's, try- it's not trying to get more women in racing. It's trying to find the ones that are out there that are doing really well and, just don't and have determine, yeah. yeah, well, A, they don't know what they don't know. We None of us know what we don't know. So right. try to give, fill the gaps of what they don't know, but also to try to find out how committed are they? Yeah. They're, they, you know, I'm finding out that just because you're really good doesn't mean that you're really committed to what this yeah. is what yeah. it's going to take we well, had that conversation
0: so. with jeremy shaw yeah. last week and yeah. it's very much the same thing i yep. mean so.
2: you know some people thought well I, I mean i actually had people quit racing after they came through my program
0: because it looked too hard
2: because they found it yeah. well not just the program was too hard i mean i'm really hard i lay it out yeah, yeah. and if you're not in a position to dedicate it and you're not committed to this then just race for fun but don't don't waste my time yeah, yeah. and don't don't ask me to invite Dr. Jacques and people here who are doing this, some of them either yeah. pro bono or for hard, you know, expenses yeah. and right, stuff like right, that. Right. Don't waste their time. Yeah. You know. I Absolutely. Mean, it's called real world, you know. Yeah. So, so it's kind of, it's an interesting, it's an interesting, we're in an interesting time in racing because they're all so young and there's so much talent and there's so much between simulators and go-karting and, you know, but they, they're still missing the, the real tough, Stuff that you that this sport really is the all 150
0: about proposals yeah. find the exactly 150 proposals to win 150
2: yeah, and the lifestyle, even you know, I mean, yeah. the, 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 you know, like you said, I mean, if somebody says be there tomorrow, you you well, have I have to take an exam. Nope. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take yeah. that this exam. Is the reality. I mean, yeah. and I, I even tell some of them, if you could, I know you got to get an education. You can go to college anytime. time. Yeah. Yeah. But if if that's we slow. know, I don't agree with the fact that the world right now in racing, they want someone between sixteen and twenty-three. But this is if, the
3: reality. But yeah. that's the reality of yeah. it. Well,
2: it, that's called your prime traditional school time. Yeah. But that doesn't. I mean, if that's what you if you're going to go to college and yeah. Race, then you're asking too much of yourself, right. in my opinion. Well, and
0: accept the humility that maybe you go back to school and you're 25 yeah, and you're older, exactly. but so yeah. what? You yeah. went for it, yeah. So. right? Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 And, and, impar- and a lot of parents don't want to hear that. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, I kind of got burned out of giving people advice or arguing with them when I know what I'm talking about. Right. You know? So you. long story, if people would still like to donate to Project Podium yeah. to advance... We still need funding to help keep the scholarship program going. I mean, Shea Holbrook got a scholarship from us. Ayla Egrin, um, yep. who ran in the, in mm-hmm. the uh, Mazda Road to Indy, yep. okay. got a scholarship from us. Um, uh, Courtney Crone, who's really a yep. very talented young driver, um, 16 years old, that I think has a great future, got a scholarship from us. So, I mean... We're being very selective about who we're supporting, sure. and, but we still need to continue to have funds that could help us do that. So if there's anybody listening that would like to, to help that cause and to help that, all you have to do is go contact me at lynnstjames.com or go to the Women's Sports Foundation Project Podium grant, and there's a, you can I'm do sure it right it. through them.
0: Cool. Also, <laughs> <laughs> you can buy Lynn St. James, An Incredible Journey, at lynnstjames.com or Amazon. Also and, on Amazon. and uh, proceeds do help that a little bit
3: yeah
1: I mean you probably had some pretty amazing names that we would know now that like tried to try to be part of project podium uh, any that come to mind you know that you could share with us
2: no most of them disappeared off the face of the earth In other words if they, even if they applied I yeah. mean the ones that have gotten I, mean, I mentioned but you know Shay Holbrook and they sure. yep. yeah yep. I mean they they all applied and got grants Ooh, right. um, um, you know, uh, one, there's some gals that came through our driver development program. In, in fact, it drives me crazy. Um, I'm going to try to remember their names. Um, Allison Duncan, incredibly talented. Yeah. And she just married some goddamn crew chief guy and now has three kids. The huh. um, <laughs> beautiful well, family. And then, uh, a happy family life. The guy right now who I could still wring his bloody neck is Wally Dollenbach Jr., <laughs> because he took off the market, one of the best female race car drivers in the world, Robin. Oh. You know, she uh, should be, yeah. you know, I'm like, great, Wally, you know.
0: Couldn't leave it alone. So <laughs> so we're, you
2: couldn't leave it alone. Where
0: you and I, and I think all three of us will get along, is that you're like, why would you choose family life over your profession? <laughs> you could do this. <laughs> you could do this instead. Forget <laughs> <be> family. <miserable>. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> you don't have to give names, but were there any people who applied and you're just like, no, this is not going to work?
2: I'll well, have to think about it a minute, but I think, you know, names are hard to come by, but yeah. I think there was one, Gunselman.
1: Sure. Gunselman.
2: Gunselman.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah. Huh. Hmm. All have to look him up. Yeah. Are you aware that David Hobbs has a uh, Bruce Jenner, Lynn St. James joke he's been mm-hmm. using lately? Oh, the head says yes. He's <laughs> completely slumped down on me. Yeah. God damn this! Yeah, comment. well,
2: David and I were just uh, up at a, um, at Road America. They did a. And they had me as a guest talking about RPM, and then they had David. Yeah. I thought, oh, good um this will be fun yeah. and actually he was quite nice but yeah david is about the charlotte race
1: is that the one where he said never send a, a
2: woman a man to do a ma- woman's job yeah 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 because yeah. he did that on air he yes yeah. it on yes. Air. yes
1: well then i guess now the new twist is because of Caitlyn jenner's right you know arrival uh apparently they did send a woman, woman, to, do woman to do a woman's, <laughs> woman's job or yeah, something yeah. along those lines <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sure Cheers. he'll
2: get some mileage out of it <laughs> <laughs> she's like good for him <laughs> well, just, I mean, just great i've I, I said a couple of, yeah, Bruce had only told me he could have used one of my suits so. <laughs> 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 Nicely played there it is. There Nicely it. played
3: Okay uh, uh,
1: w- yeah. Where does someone like you stand on Grid Girls or Umbrella Girls in Motorsports?
2: Well um, I funny I went to the Bonneville Salt Flats last month okay.
1: Oh
0: okay
2: I got to run there
0: That's cool. What would you drive?
2: I drove a Lakester, oh, a um, uh, two-liter, and the record is 213, nice. and uh, it was a brand new car, first time I'd ever gone. It was the most challenging thing I've ever done in racing, even really? more than Indy. I, okay. I wrote a column on it. I sh- I'll send it to you yeah, if you please. Want. Oh, Yeah, please. Yeah. And um, the reason why I'm saying this is because I held the umbrella for the guy
3: oh. while he was in the car. <laughs> Man, there it is. <laughs> and
2: I said, take a picture of this so I can send it to the gals <laughs> that have held my umbrella all these years. <laughs>
1: But well, like, did that so, ever so, okay. so you're fine?
2: Yeah. So, so <laughs> anyway, on the, umbra- the umbrella thing I'm fine with. You know, I mean, yeah. it, 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 in other words, if that's the job, not not where the chicks are holding the umbrella, but where you know, I mean, so, there's so what? But an umbrella girl means to you, and what an umbrella girl means to me is probably two different things. Yeah, I think sure. so. What I'm, re- I'm, I'm r- having yeah, a hard time with is the um, the current crop of. Um, uh, the current crop in NASCAR it's, The Monster Energy Girls. Thank you. The yeah, Monster yeah, Energy yeah. Girls. Uh, I have a hard time with some of I think it's Pirelli or some of the IMSA, you know. Continental I, has girls. It's maybe it's Continental. <laughs> yeah. I am does this wrong. I have it I have a hard time with exploitation of the female body. Okay. Um, even though I participated in it.
3: Well, years and years
2: ago, when I hired, you know, right. my gal, my secretary, because yeah. she's a hot chick, and I yeah. said, put some sh- you know white shirts on and put you. a Bill yeah, yeah. Stone T-shirt on. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been a player in it, um, and so I understand it. But at the same time, that was in 1981 yeah. or something, right. you know. So um, let's move on yeah. and understand that.
0: So when we have a form fitting. If they're fitting tastefully, if on they're tastefully dressed, yeah. you know, it's yeah. kinda
2: like what they're going through with the LPGA right now and just being yeah. poly, you know, that there was big controversy about what apparel they're and yeah. so if they could just be respectfully and tastefully dressed, attractive people we you know, it's, it's society is you know, male or female, yeah. we yes. are attracted to attractive people. Yeah. you yeah. get people's attention. It's a
0: problem I face every day. Sean and so, I So So yeah.
2: anyway, but I the exploitation yeah. when they when they're not appropriately dressed, then that offends me. And it's stupid.
0: Like you mentioned, you know, Danica went through the program, or right. Sarah Fisher. Um, so Danica goes through your program, and then, you know, when she was in the Atlantic days, she does some fairly racy pictures, or you know, now she's uh, in NASCAR, and and well, who knows how much longer? Well, she's uh, created a brand, right, right, and around that image, um, like. So we met with Janet Guthrie, who was not into the photos that 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 Danica took. Where where does somebody like you stand on that?
2: Well, I mean, I started working with Danica when she was 14, and I and I knew then that she was something special. I mean, that that this and that was partly when I started to learn that I had that ability to kind of flush out. Um, And I knew her parents really well. She was this all-American. I mean, just the most all-American young gal that you could be around. Um, And you know, I was involved in the process of, of. of the program that set her to England and, and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. And right. she came back a different person. Um, and, you know, she made some choices. Um, and, and I've read her book, and I think um, it pays to read her book if you want to know, you know, sort of where she's coming from. Right. That she purposely...
0: We'll promote that when she comes on.
2: Yeah. Anyway, go on. Well, but it just explains to a certain yeah. degree that she came back and she, she realized that she had been sort of... Um, uh, Holding back or holding in her whole femininity or whole sense of being a girl, yeah. and and that that she wanted to you know explore that and exploit that. Right. Know. So I don't I don't condone what she did with the FHM photos. Yeah. Um. That's what started the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think her image and her branding yeah, yeah, yeah. from that. I thought those were awful. I mean, uh, it just they were just poor quality too. I mean, you know, they they were just weren't. Yeah.
0: I got gotcha. you. You yeah.
2: know, um, and and she's lived through that, um, built the brand, got the GoDaddy thing. I mean, obviously, we don't. I don't have to say that because we all know how right. that all fell. And I think she's now maturing into a different, you know, with the health and fitness stuff and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, she's so she's not trying to justify or not trying to excuse it or justify it or even get away from it. I mean, she's just she is who she is. Yeah. And yeah. I remember one of the things I told Danica and I tell every young driver is you've got to know who you are. Yeah. And, and at 16 she was when she was interviewed on Letterman yeah. she said that I told her that and at 16 she goes what does that mean i mean it, yeah, in yeah, other yeah, words yeah. that's where you know the young people don't necessarily process yeah. what you is you're trying yeah, to teach trying and to tell them them. Yeah. but if you're going to put yourself in a race car and you're going to pursue yourself professionally then you got to yeah. you got to somehow accelerate yeah. your your you know your maturity and yeah. your process yeah, 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 yeah. of information
3: yeah
2: um, so i'm i'm not the proponent of what she did or how she did it not so really what she did but how she did it but it actually paid dividends for her, and she's lived it through She's lived through it yeah, and, and right. stuff. Stay through so it. But it's hard when I had to deal with young parents, I mean parents of young girls and, and 13, 14 girls looking at me when they came through my program after yeah. Danica did what she did, saying, Thanks is that what I have to do to yeah, be able right. to get? Right. And, you know, I said, no, you have to b- develop a brand, though, and you yeah. have to know who you are. And if you don't know that yet, then start paying attention so yeah. that you can become who you want to be right. if you aren't sure who you are yet yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's but you know there's ex- this exploitation of women athletes all across the board is something that's been going on for a long time that has right. been controversial you know yeah. I mean and, th- and there's women athletes I'm sorry there's women athletes that will pose nude yeah,
3: yeah. and
2: you know and be totally okay with it so right. you know I'm not a real judgmental person on other people the problem I have with racing and I still have with the racing today we just had this conversation with Shay Holbrook up in, in New York is that everything a female driver does is a representation of the entire gender? Yeah. Where a guy is only a guy. He's just if himself. If he's a wanker, he's, he's a wanker. Yeah. If he's, you know, and, and people are willing and able <coughs> to define the difference between Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson and right. you know and, and Dario Franchitti and, and and Michael Andretti and and poor um, the younger. Um, the third end ready.
0: Oh, Marco. Marco! I like the hand gesture that went with it. <laughs> the
2: little guy. The little guy. <laughs> the little, the little third end ready. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but they're all able to kind of categorize. In, I mean, you know, individually. Yeah. Yeah. Where with women, it's whatever You're one does, everybody. it's the whole no. damn and I you get know that. gender. And yeah. so we still haven't gotten past that yet.
3: Yeah.
0: Did any offers ever come your way um, in your no. heyday, like from Hefner, Larry Flynt? No, no, no. Like it's that?
2: really yeah. funny. I even had Janssen as a sponsor. You know, Janssen Sportswear, which makes swimsuits. Yeah. Oh, and okay. so they were yeah. part of the JC package. Yeah. And even they didn't ask they didn't. me. They did. I was in a swimsuit. <laughs> so, based right. on my track record of getting hit on and, and having whatever thing, I obviously am not. You, you know, had a very I'm not, different I'm experience. not very yeah. good when it comes no, to. People are feeling afraid of you,
1: is what
0: it
3: is. <laughs> They're absolutely like she will terrified of me. I'm not yeah. asking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> God, we've got to get to Austin by tomorrow. Yeah, we have to drive to Austin. <laughs> right <laughs> right Isn't now? there a yeah. song? Right now. <laughs> <laughs> called that? I'm <laughs> yeah. yeah. sure the Austin. not, we'll, we'll have time to write it. All right, well. Dario was waiting, but uh, it was. Is there? A, is there? A, obviously, you'd heard of us before you showed up. and you're like one of the few. But uh, <laughs> what uh, was? Was there a, a Lynn St. James legacy you were hoping to leave? Uh, by I don't have
2: list. a defined. I mean, to me, that's for other people to decide. You yeah. know, and um, you know, sometimes I worry that it's just that I was there to promote women in racing. You know, which which yes I'm doing and yes I want to do and yes I'll continue to do right. but I'd hate to have that just be yeah, yeah. you know my legacy and I think um, you know I just I think if I were to sum it up I would just say she was a racer because that's what I am <laughs> but I'm not sure the way other people see that but yeah. they know
1: no you qualified 6 of the Indy
0: 500 you did fine racer no, yeah, that's, racer that's and that's why you're on the show because it's in the title yeah well this is <laughs> what solidifies it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. boom yeah. you find it my legacy is secure
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't yeah I don't know I just
0: all right. Well, like I said, I mean, Dario's waiting, and we got to get to Austin in, like, 18 hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Continental's got the check. A true living legend. Thanks again to Lynn St. James for coming out. And remember, you can buy her book uh, at Amazon.com or at LynnStJames.com where you can get your own autographed copy. I actually just ordered two my own. So uh, thanks again to Lynn. Uh, we will close out of here with uh, yet another song from Shaman John. Uh, this is called Painted Horse. You can find this and a few more songs at uh, ShamanJohnMusic.com. That's S-H-A-M-A-N j-o-n music.com once again this is painted horse have fun
3: Silver fall, reflections like a mirror ball swirl about my soul. Council of sky, and the wisdom falls like the rain. Then I fly. Close these eyes.